0: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The world's original podcast.
0: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered.
2: Patriots
3: Unfiltered!
2: Guten Tag! <laughs> oh. Live from Gillette Stadium. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure that's okay.
3: Ah, it's very deep in the show. No one will find it.
2: Yeah. It was just as much, you know. The green and the fluorescent green and blue and then the Tampa colors. Yeah.
4: Fred forgot what the colors were, so just wrote no, it I just went with the Tampa I, colors. It's like I don't know what you
2: would call their blue.
4: Tampa? No, I said Tampa colors, but uh Yeah Yeah. I'm lost now I would rather have Mac Jones than nobody
3: Mm. Pretty nice of you Paul
2: Does Hardy play Hurdle? He should play Hurdle On his little
3: uh, music show He doesn't even play the songs 30 minutes to record Like a 3 hour He wraps around (laughs) All the songs that are played Oh so
4: it's really fake
3: Oh it's really fake Where do you guys
4: stand On on the viewing venue Stay home Chill out with the family Or have people over I I I have no choice Because
1: I don't uh, have any friends I don't have any friends either So Freddie
0: This is Patriots Unfiltered
1: Fueled by Duncan.
2: All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and the uh, Patriots, I think, were nice enough to uh, not leak out the news until a day that we had a show, so we didn't have to have an emergency podcast, but Adam Schefter reported early this morning that the Patriots are signing Bill O'Brien to be their offensive coordinator. So I think for most Patriots fans, that's good news, right? Yeah. Evan, Evan Evan is, is clapping. clapping Yep. You I, did it. I think that's good news. I think you know they, they did their interviews, they would finish their interviews and then they got the guy they wanted. There was no delay. Uh, assuming again this report is true and I, I think it is. Um, good job Patriots for, for getting the job done quickly.
3: Yeah, can I say one thing first before we do good job, Patriots? Sure, Deuce. Why didn't we do this last year? Like why? Like why? Well, no, I know. Like I I just have a brief, a brief like. No, I think I think it's a good question, but I think it
2: did come down to Bill honoring the fact that he had a year left, and and Saban probably asked him, Hey, can you hold off a year because he's under contract? I don't have a guy to replace
3: him right now. Can you? You know, that, and that's what I just like, and I don't, I don't mean to hijack this into this, but like, did, did we just burn a year because Do you he really didn't want think that, that was the reason? Yeah, I don't. But anyway, um, Mr. Sneaky Negative, yeah, yeah. Um, did we burn a year?
4: Well, because they did, they definitely did, and to your point, so like, you know, let's use other narratives that were out there. That was Freddie's narrative was a narrative, right? They didn't want he was it was professional courtesy, which I don't buy for a second. But anyway, another narrative was. They didn't just want to be back in that situation right away. If they had hired O'Brien last year, then he would have left, and they'd be right back in it. So at least now you have to wait till 24 to have a new uh, offensive coordinator, right? (laughs) Paul is in a particularly (laughs) foul mood
2: today. He really is. And the reason why, a lot of the reason why is because the Bills lost, and
4: a lot of Patriots fans are gleeful. (laughs) (laughs) And he hates it when (laughs) Patriots fans are happy. No, I hate games like (laughs) Buffalo-Cincinnati where I have no one to root against. Yeah. I hate those games. Same thing happened last year. Because you like both those teams. I love Burrow. Oh
3: God, I love him. Everybody does.
4: Um, and I love Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So I hate when I'm when right. both teams have the ball and I'm rooting from both of them to score. Right, so that same thing happened with Kansas yeah, City Buffalo that's, that's last year. That's not why you're in a foul mood today. I'm not in a foul you mood. I just got out of uh, some great training. Just a little bit, a little bit. Shoot, active shooter training. <laughs> I, I think I think you. I got my eye on you. <laughs> I think you're you <laughs> don't you don't like it when Patriots
2: fans revel happy. in other teams. <laughs> failures
4: um, fail. oh no yeah. congratulations to the <laughs> Patriots for advancing <laughs> in the playoffs yet again they got what they wanted the, and there it is
5: my uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, figured I'd give it to you. I mean, <laughs> you're just gonna keep
4: talking about it <laughs> I love Cincinnati and I love borough so I I don't know where you're getting that from now Buffalo I and, um, you win 100 games in a row and lose one I don't think that means you suck but I guess they suck
2: Evan says they're soft they suck. soft team <laughs> <laughs> yeah. soft
4: okay soft you know, your guys Warm in your, on your dome station team playing uh, Red Ass
2: McDermott, they call them. Okay.
4: Yeah. Soft team. Okay. You know? Are they soft or do they have a red ass? Both. Okay.
6: I'm, I'm not saying that part. I'm just saying soft. <laughs> you play in a blizzard and you run the ball 14 times? Soft. Well, they They're got behind. Perfect. Doesn't matter. Soft.
4: It does. No, don't let don't let facts get in the way. <laughs> early I mean, game when you get behind, you too. have to throw the ball. <laughs> but they were passing two possessions the ball. into the game, they're down 14 points, and they didn't
6: they're, run they're, the ball. <laughs> I don't know. They're passing the ball in the first quarter too. Like don't don't kid yourself. Well, they, they
4: never ran
2: the ball for one second. I know,
4: in that but game. It's, they went three and out the first two times they had the ball.
2: You know, you you pass early maybe to set up the run, but then you fall behind, and then that screws up your plans. I mean, that it wasn't listen, part of their plan. They picked a bad time
4: to lay an egg. Yeah. They got completely dominated for sixty full minutes. The game wasn't as close as yeah. the score indicated. I mean what I don't understand Cincinnati dominated. What I
2: yeah, what I don't understand is like how Cincinnati went in there with a banged up offensive line and huh. yet they dominated. Because yeah. they ran they the ball.
4: Yeah. No, but that's not how they got the lead.
2: If it was that easy, every team would do it.
4: I'm they, just they saying, threw it all over the place. To they get the were lead. they were able to protect their offense. They ran the line. ball when the game was over.
6: When you when you play in those types of conditions, we know we know how it works. When you play in those types of conditions. The one <laughs> thing they that didn't that you have can anything have... to do with that
4: game. No, but nothing. But, but they okay. ran the ball. Cincinnati, uh, but it's not, it's not that Cincinnati they... threw the ball up and down the field the whole first half, got a double okay. a two score lead, and then they ran the ball and grinded out but, the clock but, at the end of the but game. But when, the, when they ran by the, the Bengals.
2: B- well yeah. And when they ran the ball, they ran it it seemed like for six yards a pop. It's like, you know, you can run the ball, but the other team can stop you too, and the b- we thought that the Bills had that advantage up front. And they didn't. They just got dominated. Correct. Like, I don't understand why.
6: Well, so they – because Cincinnati's good. Once they got some injuries up front, Buffalo, their front completely fell off. And, and this game, I think a, a guy that was underrated was Daquan Jones, who was an active kind of a game-day scratch, if you will, because of an injury – And he's their nose tackle, right? He's their big nose tackle in the middle of that line. So they didn't have Daquan Jones, kind of a sneaky miss. And then obviously since Von Miller went down for them, they really didn't have any edge rush presence at all. You know, guys like Greg Russo, Boogie Basham, they just didn't bring it like Von could.
2: Um, We kind of got off a little (laughs) bit of a sidetrack there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's get back to the uh, top of the news. Bill O'Brien coming here. I think everyone here agree that, Yay or, Yay or no? Yay, for sure. Yeah. Evan looked
7: Yay. so cheery walking sure. in this morning. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, very happy. Paul, you're not you're
4: not no, so. I oh. love Billy O'Brien. Okay. You guys know that.
3: I would say too, okay. just to add, Fred um, Albert Breer tweeted out um, about 11:15 that not they're, as excited about this part. They're going to interview Adrian Clem again as well, so potentially he could be you an for O-line. O-line.
2: Well, you had a question that you posed on Twitter, Paul. Will they allow Bill O'Brien to hire his own offensive staff? Is this, his guy? Staff? Yeah. Is this yeah. in other mm-hmm. words, is yeah.
4: Adrian Clem his guy? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, um, I mean, would Clem do that? Maybe to get into the NFL and as a, you know, a position coach. Uh, you know, I don't know how he is as a coach. I mean, he wasn't that good of a player. Clem, yeah. Yeah, He
6: wasn't great in Pittsburgh, but in Oregon, he's been. they've had a really good O-line there the last couple of years. But I think to to Mike's point, not, not to be sneaky negative like, like Deuce over here about this, but not only did we just waste a, a year, I would also say that can we – Do away with this thinking that they always have to think outside the box. Like sometimes the most obvious thing is the right thing to do. Hiring Bill O'Brien was the right thing to do. Occam's Razor, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to have a year, a Matt Patricia calling offensive plays because may oh maybe it will work out. Like no, like can we just get people that are should be where they are have titles like i'm done with all this ambiguity with the coaching staff with the titles and now that they got bill o'brien and hopefully fill in the rest of the coaching staff with guys like adrian Clem who you can kind of talk about his background and maybe it's been so so in the nfl but at least he's an offensive lineman who is an offensive line coach and has experience coaching that position group now when it comes to the roster they have some obvious holes that all of us can just look at the roster and say they need tackle help they need a outside corner they need a number one receiver if they checked off this box with Bill O'Brien and and did the obvious let's do the obvious all offseason and then if it doesn't work out then we can we have to address some things with the quarterback and some deeper things about the organization but until we get to that point we we really don't have an answer about those types of things but I, I just think all this notion that we, we always have to be different. That they always have to be unique. Sometimes
2: right. it's staring in your face. A-
6: yeah. And finally, they just went and they did the status quo. And I think it's going to work out for them.
2: Okay. Um, so, did the report also include
3: uh, quarterback coach? Is he also going to be the quarterback coach? I would assume he is, but I don't know. What I just saw was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So, um, I, I think it's a good question, though. Who's he going to get to hire? Who's he going to bring in? It is a you
4: good know? question about the quarterbacks yeah. coach. If At, he if he's that.
2: And then Curran reported that Matt Patricia could be on his way out. That was interesting. The to word me, "could" uh, obviously that means yeah, he could be, but like, is he going? to No. Be? But did you
4: think so. there was any chance that he was going to be completely gone from Fox? No, Martin? no, I still don't. So I, I think no. the report was interesting. Yeah, yeah. me
3: too. I, st- I would, I would still be really surprised. I mean, I think it seems. I mean, everybody's just saying put him back upstairs in the Ernie role, but I, it just doesn't seem like them to to try to do this. Like you think so much of him. One year, you're willing to have him not only be the offensive coordinator and coach the offensive line, and then because, you know, maybe it was the implication that because Detroit's money was out that now you're out? That's like, one oh, of that's, the reasons. That is the
4: implication for Yeah, from yes. Yeah.
3: I don't know. It I seems I, so cold. I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised by cold, but I, I I am surprised by just one of their guys, and he seems like he's in the, the Belichick circle of trust and will have a job here as long as he wants I, one, like, in my opinion. I,
2: I know you guys all say, you know, this is big boy football, and we should – but. I still say, you ask the guy to do something he'd never done before. He agreed to do it, and it didn't work out. And then you fire him. And now you, you know, yeah, <laughs> I I mean, I, it just seems a little weird. The like little world. it's like know. if I, you know, I told Paul, "Hey, Paul, I know you never shot video, mm-hmm. but like we're we're down a bunch of video people this year. Could you be our main videographer?"
7: And then the person and he has to a
2: hard blame time, when
6: it
8: all and goes he has around. a hard
2: time doing it, and then I
7: fire him. Yeah, it's like you know? just bringing him in to be the fall guy. It's yeah, just
3: black
2: video. I Paul. also,
6: <laughs> I, I wonder how much of this is is if he isn't here next year. I, I do wonder if it's a little bit of Patricia's decision as well. I, I don't think it's automatically just that they don't want him here. I, I at some point in time he's got to do some soul searching about what exactly he wants to do with the rest of his football career
2: well i thought he had that in i thought before last season like he was setting himself up to be more gm mm. personnel type sure. thing Did that's you have atle- the
4: actual wording of tom's story current yeah no because i'm just wondering if maybe he's out of the coaching staff to your point
0: you know, I, I heard out of now, Foxborough. Now, uh, yeah,
4: now I had heard that too. The way yeah. that they talked about it is he could be gone. Yeah. Period, yeah. gone. Um uh, but I wonder if maybe there's some miscommunication there. Maybe there, you know, he's gone from the coaching staff but maybe not necessarily yeah, gone and from to the me that would make the most
2: sense. Like go back to what the, what you were building go from before last year because he was, you know, he was actually hiring people and scouting and you know, uh putting in place new systems and and platforms and you know, he was doing a lot of stuff on that side of the organization. And I, t- to me, it made sense. Like, after his experience in Detroit, like, I don't need this. You know, I'm, I'm getting death
3: threats. Yeah, I don't I don't need to be a, kid, a coach anymore. I mean, a tough time for him to look for a job right now coming off of this where, I yeah. mean, yeah. anyone in New England, you could apply for a Dunkin' Donuts job and they probably so fire him. I'm with, him I'm with
4: Devin's book. line of thinking, too, when he was talking, when you were just talking about if it might be his decision. Yeah. Like, yeah. just – Oh, this is a little like, awkward. Think about some know? of the stuff that came up. Like, like, like Clearly, there was a huge personality conflict between Mac Jones and, and Patricia slash Judge, but I think mostly Patricia. And you just wonder if maybe he looks at it and says, you know what, I don't need to be around with this guy. I just, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need this. I, I, I don't even want to be on the defensive side of the ball. With him as long as he's. I, I don't know. I'd go back to Rockets. Completely speculating. Yeah. But I, I just I, wonder Evan if he wants that, to be in yeah.
6: football because he had. You mentioned the death threats and some of the things he heard from Detroit. I, I like to think that it wasn't quite the same last year, but certainly based off of my Twitter it wasn't the mm. It wasn't it great. the same year. Nasty. He was getting faked. <laughs> right. <laughs> By
2: one person. But it, no, it, it, got one radio it, 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 it got nasty here. It got nasty.
6: And, and if you're him, I being out of the the public limelight yeah take for, a breath for a year might not be
4: yeah. the worst thing generally yeah. those alabama message boards about billy o'brien <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah but was that's not, nasty
7: it's not even just patricia here it's like he dealt with that in detroit too if i was right. going years and years of yeah. just being a public target and i had the money he has and was able to take care of my family like bye you would never see well, me. well that's again. like
3: 2021 right. he was he wasn't in the spotlight he was up top we never saw him he never talked but i to feel us. like even like, if he's you know, in
6: that role next year just if he's in the coach's booth yeah. next year they're still going to get a camera on him oh, they're yeah. still going to talk about how last year Patricia ran the offense and this year it's Bill O'Brien and the whole transition and like he's still going to be a name that's brought up consistently in coverage of the team yeah and and I wonder if you just look at it from his perspective maybe he feels better just resetting taking yeah. a year off I have the money from the the Lions contract in the bank account and and let's figure out in 2024 do I want to coach? Do I want to be in the front office? Do I want to be in the NFL? Uh, right. I, I mean, he's got
2: degrees in yeah. in all sorts of things, right? So I, I don't know. It's just the, And then it's a tough gig. The, the other uh, note that came out regarding Gerard mm. Mayo yeah. is that he was involved in these He was interviews. in on the interviews with Bill. Yeah, and we oh, were yeah. wondering about that last week, would he yep. you know be in and sure, well, not sure enough, but the report says that he was and I think that makes sense if he's going to, you know, take on a bigger role here and more toward head coach and Bill's going to open up his world to him, uh, that he would I be. That. I got the skirt. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. That he would be involved in those interviews, Yeah, you know, to to start that process off. So uh,
3: interesting. Well, we'll get, I mean, we'll get a little uh, glimpse. I, I suppose. I don't know. Actually, I, I shouldn't say it that way. Uh, what are we really going to learn from the Shrine Bowl this weekend with the different coaches doing different stuff and, I mean, I saw Pellegrino and Brian are 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 coaching the DC of the team, and then yeah, uh, Troy Brown. And then Troy Brown's the head coach. And was there an OC? Did I see that? No, no. So maybe Bill O'Brien. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome. Go to Vegas. Well, I thought Ross Douglas. Russ <laughs> <What was laughs> Douglas it was it involved somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So uh, we'll get into that. But you know, Shrine Bowl coming up. All the Patriots coaches, not all of them, but most of them are going to be coaching uh, the team, the Falcons the other side of the ball Um, so we'll have a big crew out there covering that Uh, catch 22 next week from uh, the Shrine Bowl so that'll be really fun
3: so much Vegas Vegas.
2: yeah a lot of Vegas three
3: Three Vegas and then Vegas next year too Yeah. Vegas Vegas Yep.
2: Uh, so that'll be we'll talk about that a little later Uh, so the Mayo thing that was I thought that was interesting Um, Clem now maybe O-line I'm I think they should just go ahead and name Steve Belichick the DC. Yeah, you know, just just about that. just go ahead and do that. You know, now the thing I worry about, if these reports are true, that he wasn't good at presenting the game plan. That was Gerard's, you know, role. I wonder about that. If that maybe was just a okay, he's a little bit better. Let's give him that. And let's do Steve play calling, and just because they wanted them both involved, and now that mail's over, they're comfortable. You know, giving Steve the whole thing—I don't know—but yeah. I think any- I think they should name a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I are
3: there are there going to be any additional defensive coaches hired too? You know, or or is there maybe some rejiggering going on? Do they move Demarcus Covington into a linebacker coaching role to kind of start to round out his experience a little bit? Right. Um, we're also focused on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I'd be I'd be down with that. I'd just be curious if you know if you lose Mayo. Do you now have a linebacker's coach? Do you need somebody to kind of take over that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another another piece of the pie they might have to put together.
2: Yeah. So we're starting to, you know, at least they did the right thing right away. There was no, like uh, Evan said, ambiguity. There wasn't any delay. They just got it done. They finished their interviews, and they made the – or they didn't make the announcement.
3: I should – But it's out there. Yeah. You know, it happened. Well, and when when Evan was saying that, too, I I personally was just, you know, thinking of the 21 draft where it was like you didn't really feel the need to jump all around the board. You just kind of took the guys that made sense from programs you trusted. And sometimes those easy moves are the ones that that work out the best, you know. So hopefully it's a sign. You know, how much input is Bill O'Brien going to have? Do they, you know, say to him, hey, we got this 14th overall pick. What do you think? Um, You know, how much input is he going to have on that in terms of, you know, what does this offense need for you? to properly execute what you have. I mean, I've seen a lot of numbers going around with, you know, Hopkins and the impact that he clearly had in, in Houston. It's hard to look past him with, with how much success he had under O'Brien. But I do wonder, you know, I mean, as getting into the draft and starting to look at tackles and receivers, you know, is that, you know, something that might be a, a debate that, that Bill Bill O'Brien might have some input in as to yeah. as to what he thinks he needs on this offense? I yes. think it
6: definitely trickles down to the, the draft, and that was sort of my point of bringing up the roster construction is – At this point, my whole thing with the draft this year is going to be brand names. I I, I don't need Chattanooga, okay? And it's no no offense to Cole Strange, but I I don't need –
3: guys from these programs from, another one of the linemen from there coming out I saw
6: <laughs> I don't need these pro, you know South Dakota State and Houston and Baylor which yeah. I, I know is a power a minute, five Sebastian Fulmer came from Houston <laughs> uh, don't care Marcus Jones, all Marcus right. Jones you're Espe- all especially yeah. when you have a 14th overall pick in the draft that's a pick that's not just oh we think that this guy's going to be able to come in and play a role like, that's a right. pick that should be a pillar uh, of the rebuild, yeah. a guy that is really going to come in and change something about your offense or your defense for the better and be a, an all-pro, pro-bowler caliber player. I, I just – I think that you can stomach it when we get to the draft and they pick somebody like Cole Strange, right, and you're – why do we have to do these outside the box things like why do we have to you know instead of going up and and drafting zion johnson or tyler smith who had a great year for dallas like in these guys that everybody else looks at and says these are the guys that are going to be drafted at the top at that position they have to be by their own drum and i think in this case with the draft and with free agency and the whole approach Let's just go about it one year where we actually just stick to the status quo and see where that gets us because this other direction, especially in the draft, has not exactly produced great results. A couple
2: years ago, they, you know, two Alabama guys and two. uh, Right. And and
6: that's probably been their best draft in the last 10 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, the question is what influence does a guy like Matt Groh have and a guy like Elliot Wolf have and what is their philosophy? You know, um, is that the reason why two years ago they drafted the way they did? And I don't know, but it seemed like they did that. And then, you know, back last year's draft, they went back to like taking shots a little bit. Yeah, you
3: know. Yeah, small school guys. Yeah, I think for me, what I'm I'm, what I'm wondering about, um, you know, is is how has Bill O'Brien evolved as a a football guy since he was here? I know, you know, when he was here, some of it was circumstantial. With he's had a journey with with the two tight ends, yeah, Yeah. Penn State and. You know, with the two tight ends and, and, the, and the go fast, the one-word play call, that was kind of the thing in that little area, right? Like 2011, 2012 when they were really productive on offense. You know, is that something that still intrigues him with the tight ends or, you know, he's been around now, he's been in the college game, he's been influenced by all the, you know, different things that have been coming up over the last 10 years in the game. How much of those things going to be part of what he wants to do here? You know, is it, is it going to look like what it looked like when he was here I mean, last time? or is compared it compared to like something Penn, new? Penn State and the Texans, uh Alabama must
2: have been like a vacation for him. You know, where you go in, the program's set, you don't have to worry none of the problems are your problems. Similar to here, you right? got the best players. That wow. must have been like child's play compared well, to trying to rebuild Penn State and, and the Texans. Oh yeah. You know?
6: I will say this though about Alabama's offense last year. They their pipeline of skill players went dry last year. Uh, they scored points, but they. But my point is, is in terms of like NFL prospects at receiver, it, 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 this was not. Well, that's, yeah, but Devontae Smith and Jalen. Yeah. W- no, 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 I'm yeah. not saying I'm not blaming him for it. I'm just saying some of the inconsistencies of their offense last year. The personnel was not as good. If you go back to the year before when they were in the national championship game and they got Jamison Williams and they got all these playmakers out there, their offense was terrific. But, but you so, say that,
4: but, like, the games they lost, they scored, like, 45 points. No, they that. scored a lot of points, yeah. but Evan's right. They didn't have the same caliber of skill guys. But they still go scored. With, right, but he also was under a lot of heat. Yeah, Right. Oh, I, yeah. That, that, that's the reason Unfairly. why I the, Unfairly, though. Well, the, it I was mean, the I, defense's I, fault. I haven't it watched the all games. No, I mean –
2: I watched the game that they lost in overtime. That was 30, Tennessee, incredible. 30, Thirty-one yeah.
4: thirty, they lost to LSU. But you know, twenty-three points in regulation is a bad game in college. Yeah, you know, for for LSU. Yeah, I mean, for Alabama and LSU. I, I agree with Evan. Like, like they had so many great receivers, and this is not like I. I you want to talk about unfair? I, I've heard him get ripped for not having any answers in the national championship game two years ago against Georgia. So they went into that game after having – and forgive me if I'm missing the order, but I think Mechie tore his ACL in the SEC championship game and Williams in the national championship game. Like a quarter in, yeah. So you you go into the biggest games of the year without your two most important offensive players along – you know, other than Bryce Young. And that's the coordinator's fault for not being able to adjust on the fly in that national championship game without Mm – now you're two best players on the outside. They had a bunch of young guys, and I, I don't. Evans right. Those guys, yes, they're Alabama players, but they're not of the level. Yeah, of their predecessors, and right. it took some time for them to sort of grow into the role. Now they have a running back who's dynamic as hell. Um, it, yeah,
6: Gibbs. If you watch their offense, they kind of built the offense through the running back. Right. It, it was really very similar to what the Patriots did last year with Ramondre. And unfortunately, just like the Patriots found out, when you build the offense through running back in today's day and age, you you just it's not it's not the the competitiveness that you need on that side of the ball to be a national champion, you know, type of contender. But I, I just know that there's going to be a lot of Patriots fans out there that are going to read these Alabama mes- matches boards, or Alabama fans are going to come through the woodwork and say it wasn't all that great here last year. Uh, but the reality is, is that they they really did not have I mean you look at their pedigree at wide receiver over the last three or four years and it's crazy what the amount of wide receiver talent that came out of that program and to Paul's point in the national championship game that year they were going right up and down the field on Georgia until Jamison Williams got hurt and the play he got hurt on was like a 30 yard completion where a non-contact ACL tear he tears his ACL and, and that was really when the offense couldn't find it, but yeah. they were going toe to toe with Georgia's defense up until that yeah. point.
4: Yeah, the other part that's that's you know it's also different because you're dealing with a different level of expectation. So like they, they're like when you're Alabama, you're expecting to score 45 a- points and, every game, and not lose a game. You know, yeah. but if you lose, you lose. But you're expected to score that. You know, like y- you're not expecting to ever punt. So you're dealing with a, a much different level. So the criticism you're getting, that's where I would say it's unfair. Like, don't say, oh, wow, these guys at Alabama. And they couldn't. They couldn't wait to get rid of them. They couldn't wait to get rid of them. You know, I listen to, like, Feinbaum, yeah. you know, and he does all oh, those yeah. wacky uh, Alabama fans on his show. Yeah. And they hate Bill yeah. O'Brien. Yeah. Well, but that's, you're dealing with a much different level of expectation. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, you're, and you're dealing with a bunch of Patriots fans who just watched a Mac Patricia coordinated offense. So right. the, the, the bar is pretty low for us. <laughs> like, that's, we're just excited to have a professional offensive coach here, a guy who actually does it yeah. for a living. Um, so it'll be
2: interesting, you know, come May when we have our first mini camp. Yeah, what does it look and, like? You and know? people will be out. What kind of offense are they I running? Mean, Who's lined up where? Evan's you know? upstairs
3: like, this is like my Christmas because, like, it's a new offense. This so, is you my know, Mona like Lisa. All these, all these two things. <laughs> like, but, but it's it's true. I mean, we all know exactly what we watched last year early in camp and all the wide zone stuff they were running. And it was like, what? you know. And now how's it going to be built again? You know, you're going to see some guys in control that really know what they want and are experienced. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and, of course, this paves the way for Tom Brady coming back. Oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> You're not the first
4: one
7: People to throw out People actually think that's going to happen. I saw some I, of his I, quotes from – It's pretty rabid on Twitter right yeah, now. Yeah,
3: there's no way. I, I I feel like he might retire. I, I, I haven't really felt like that until I saw well, the quotes from Jim Well, he snapped at Jim
7: Brady. Yeah, yeah, that that was so funny. staged. Oh, you that think so? That was so staged. I agree yeah. oh, Did yeah? you
4: just ask – What? Like – Alex said that that was staged, and you said, "Do you do you think so?" Like yeah. you, you <laughs> I I'm didn't familiar hear with it. these I just interviews, read it. right? But yeah. you're familiar with the Brady Gray yeah. interview. No, I know he clearly Definitely. gets but
7: the he,
2: questions.
4: He, he could
6: get
2: annoyed with Jim Gray. Um, <laughs> um,
7: yeah, but if you hear just the tone of you. his Tom? voice, like he sounds like he's trying Tom. to act annoyed and frustrated with the question, but there was still like a certain level of the actual delivery to uh, me that didn't uh, seem. Uh, in, like it didn't seem sincere, and it didn't seem like he actually. That's like, was, like everything angry he says.
4: <laughs> He reads it right off the crypt, like the yeah. the, the notes. Yeah. Tommy, how are you this evening? Tom. 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 And just
7: his like slight pauses between the two f bombs. I was like, you <laughs> felt weird saying that to yeah. him. You didn't want to say that to him, like.
2: Well, I mean, what do you guys think?
3: I I, I don't think he comes back here. I yeah. just why, oh why? here yeah oh. I. No, I, I don't have. a I like to say zero, but I, I think it's a plays. pipe dream.
2: But I think
0: he plays. I, was, at all? I, was, uh, I think it was
3: maybe Saturday or Sunday morning. It was one of Paul's shows. I think Big Jim was hosting it. It was with Gasper. Oh, and that's like, a Saturday morning show. And they're just they're just going on and on about Brady. Like, what, what, like I don't. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we're going to talk about it for the next 45 minutes. I was like. Guys wasted so much time talking about Brady coming back because like Gasper threw something. <laughs> yeah, out no, I, on I,
7: Friday. I, know, I saw yeah. that. And
2: but even
3: he was like, "I don't think it's going to happen." But I'm just throwing it out there. Well, does the
2: that
7: Bucks mean that has to be the drive? McC- McCordy didn't help.
5: McCordy didn't no. help, and the Bucks, I <laughs> guess,
7: like interviewed Bill O'Brien for a position, so people ran with that too. But yeah, the right. Devin Devin was stirring the bot this week. Oh, <laughs> Unless absolutely. there was
4: an updated version of that <laughs> Tampa Bay thing,
5: mm-hmm.
4: I think that story has been completely misinterpreted. The Rick Stroud story that I read, and maybe there's a newer one. You guys are much more Mm -hmm. versed on what's going on on the internet than I am. Um, He he wrote a story saying that they considered Bill O'Brien last year, thinking they were going to move on from Byron Mm Leftwich. Not this year, if but you know, like that was sort of Gasper's jumping-off point. Was like it was it was perceived as they're going to replace Byron Leftwich with Billy O'Brien in a last-ditch effort to to see if they can get Brady to stay. Right. That's a different like that that that's that's to me that's desperation. That's a different thing. The Tampa connection with Bill O'Brien like all of a sudden wherever Bill O'Brien goes is where Tom Brady's going to go. Right. Like, I think Bill O'Brien and Tom Brady got along well and and, and I think it worked. But I, I like I, I just don't think Brady needs Bill O'Brien no. to dictate where he's going next. No. no. And why,
6: why Bill O'Brien in this situation over just going to Vegas with Josh McDaniels? Like what makes Bill O'Brien a better connection to Brady than McDaniels? Right. I, I just I come back to the same thing with with Brady coming back here. Where are you in two years Right. if that's the case? And I don't know if Mac Jones is the guy or not, but at least you have a future that you can see a longer runway if he does turn this around with Bill O'Brien. If Tom Brady comes back, your max two years, and then you're right back in the, the same o- the position. Only way I, a the only
2: way I think that could work long term is if you bring him back for two years. You get rid of Mac now, get what you can, and you have a guy already that you know you're going to get that's going to sit and wait for two years that you're going to develop into his predecessor. So zappy. but that's <laughs> a lot of things. That's a lot of things that have to happen. Yeah, right, and not Zappy. Yeah, you know, well, but. I mean, it's, it's you like say we, not we know how we're going to get C.J. Stroud, or we know how we're, you know. Like, you but know. Is Tom, if you're bringing Brady
6: back, then you've got to put the chips all in. And if you're putting the chips all in, then the 14th overall pick has to be an asset for Tom Brady. It can't be a quarterback. That's well, what I say. It,
2: it, it, yeah. it, I'm not necessarily. I,
6: I just I, Then I think you're, you're one foot in the door and one foot right. out. You no, can't afford the you, slow build. But, you need right. to do it fast.
2: No, but you can. You, so that to me, that's, that screams free agency. You got to do it fast because you know
4: you're all in for Tom. So okay. you do what you so have to. You guys like to tell me how the cap matters. Yeah. Right. I don't. Yeah. You guys like to tell me it matters. So you're adding Brady, but then completely fixing the roster via free agency. Well, you can, like you said, you can figure it out. Oh, okay. So as long as you guys are yeah, on my, yeah, my side, be, I
2: agree. You have to be creative with
4: the. Um, I agree. You have to be creative with the contracts. Yeah. That's we, all. We, where there's no creativity allowed, is actual cash spent. Yeah, and I think there's a breaking point.
2: Okay. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying that like okay, so you're you're giving up that 14th pick and you know, you're using it to get your quarterback or whatever. Yeah, but
4: I'm with Evan on that. I don't think yeah. you can get
2: But Brady. there's other
6: ways, you know. I also just don't know in this draft class that fourteenth pick, assuming they don't trade up for a quarterback, that's not upgrading Mac Jones. Yeah. Right? You're 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 gonna be in the Will Levis conversation, Anthony Richardson from Florida who's a total <laughs> project. Like that's the type of guy you're talking well, there you about go, there. I, what if I you, don't know. Yeah.
4: But yeah. if you get, What if you,
2: if you th- love Brock Purdy and you figure out a way to get him from the But 49ers. if you're getting
4: Tom Brady <laughs> and you look you're looking to move on to a new quarterback, Brody I'm again, not Bailey's happy. like Mac Jones isn't the equation. Yeah. I'm looking to move on. I just don't. I'm with Evan. I don't think you can get Tom Brady and not give him something to work with at 14. Yeah. yeah. Whether even if it's a tackle. Well, well, they drafted Tristan Worfs in his first season with Tampa
2: Bay. I mean, that's the type of pick you're looking to make there. Uh, Do you guys maybe the guys they have are that much better with Tom Brady?
3: I I mean, I think we're all kind of resigned. I mean, I don't want to say resigned, but we're all kind of like it's Mac next year. Do you think this puts? A lot. Of, I mean, I feel like this puts pressure on Mac because I think we well, a lot of us gave Mac kind of a pass from last year,
2: but yep. Well, no. Now's not, the time to now put with a no, no, new coordinator yep. and everything. Now he gets another two years to no, you know, no, no. No, <laughs> no there's <laughs> this no more excuses it. next <laughs> yeah. year. No more excuses. Oh, there will. 100%. be. Oh, oh, I'm with Fred. <laughs> well, Watch. There, won't,
0: there will. Be. There won't be from not from, from us from, no. uh, not
6: from me and this group over here. Yeah.
3: I can only speak for myself. No, I know. No, but it's I mean you've got you got the coordinator now. This is a guy from Alabama. He knows you. It's perfect I mean setup it's, for it's, Mac. it's there's no more I Well, mean, it, this is it. Put I, up for show. I shut
2: know up, there's that three. narrative
4: that they know each other and they do know each other, but they, they never two, played two games, It's like even Schefter's tweet today was highly Misleading. Yeah. They worked together. No, they didn't.
2: Yeah. I think, Briefly. like, what did he spend, yeah. like, three days to him going over yeah, the offense? like, Matt like allegedly allegedly
7: helped out the him door. with the yeah. game plan book. Exactly. Zach yeah. Jones
4: yeah. introduced him to the offense. Yeah. Right. That's it. Then he left
3: to prepare for the combine. Exactly. Like January 20th, But I do 20th. think
6: that there's a lot to be said, and uh, I'll write about this when I, I kind of explain it in, in – in picture form the alabama of the Patriots offense that I think they tried to dip their toe in with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge but they just didn't have the offensive chops to really pull it off now you bring a sophisticated coach that's coached in it for two seasons and I think there's going to be a lot of really good overlap between what he did with McDaniels in 2021 and then what he did in college that Bill O'Brien can bring and what I like about the bill bryant's path back to the patriots is that it did take him through the college game so he learned some of these newer age schemes and newer age designs yeah, i and think that's a benefit things, things like yeah. that so it's not just the bland old patriots offense that maybe we saw in 21 it will have some level of rpo motion you know different formations that college teams use that nfl teams might not use as much and update what they were running and i think in 20 in 07 through 11, like when he was here the first time, especially in 2011, they, that was the first update of that Patriots offense. I would say is when they went through that transition from McDaniels to Bill O'Brien. So I, I think that there's going to be a, a new age
3: type of thing that he brings to the table I, which i like I I, I I do you worry though that maybe not like because i mean i just i just want to like throw this out there he was only in college for two years you know i mean what if he was there and he's like this stuff is nice it's not going to work in the nfl like i mean do we feel like he's definitely become enamored with these different kind of college i wouldn't necessarily tweaks? i don't know i'm I, I don't know. throwing it out there he four I, years too he was
6: for, at penn state for two years right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you know i can't answer that no. definitively but i, I Alabama's RPO package, which is really designed by, by Steve Sarkisian, A- Max Offensive Coordinator at Alabama, it's widely known as probably the best RPO package in football because of the way that it utilizes downfield routes off the RPOs and then motion as well. So they run RPOs with downfield routes. They're not just running bubble screens. They're running slants and they're running seams and they're running things down the field to pull up those linebackers and hit the throws over the middle of the field and hit receivers on the move. Like when Mac was at Alabama in 21, he would hit Devontae Smith on a five-yard slant in stride and Smith would take it 50 yards to the house, right? Like that was a big part of their offense. Because there was no one there. (laughs) And the scheming and the ability to pull guys out of passing lanes and things like that is it's really well known as probably the best and most sophisticated RPO package in any level of football. So I can't just imagine that yeah. they're gonna get here, Max spin on board with it, and then to be like you know what? I know we're not doing well, it. Well
3: and I think this is where it's it's interesting because I mean you lost your mind when Bill Belichick gave the answer about RPOs and what he thought they were. <sighs> And was you know, so I mean what if that's Bill with Bill O'Brien and saying that's that's nice, but that's not what we're gonna do. You know, like I just yeah. I'm wondering where the where the wiggle room's gonna be for is it Bill O'Brien? Man, we done screwed up last year, man. Come fix everything, it's all on you. Or is it, you know, still Bill Belichick kind of fair, all right, but we want questions. it this way, you know? I, I just I wonder. It's it's both ways. Fair yeah. questions both the, ways. The the
6: run game is gonna be interesting. That's the most interesting thing to me because He had Deshaun before that, and then he had Bryce Young. So he had two mobile quarterbacks. And I I watched a ton of Alabama table over the last week because I kind of had an inkling that this was going to happen, as we all did. And so much of their run game is read option, with Bryce Young's mobility being a factor. So you have to really go back – for O'Brien, I would say, to, like, the 2011 Patriots, right, and go all the way back to <laughs> Last time we when, when Brady <laughs> was the quarterback for him. To I mean, there are different games here and there where Deshaun was hurt or his quarterback in Houston in his first year before they got Watson and things like that where they didn't have true mobile quarterbacks. But you really have to go back a ways to find an offense that he runs where mobility by that position is not a factor in their run game. I,
2: I do worry about, you know, work. when we talk about, like, any offense at the college level, at the high college level, when you talk about the Alabamas, you know, where they have the best players, and that translating to the pros, like it's not a one for one thing, you know. Like defenses in the pros are bigger and faster. They don't play defense in college anymore very much, you know. So like it's just it it's not going to just you know oh this is what we did in Alabama now we're going to do it. In the NFL. Yeah. It, well, yeah.
3: That, and that's I would tie that into the draft, though. You know, like, well, what do you need? Like, I mean, now Bill O'Brien is, is maybe down the hall right now, and they're maybe having a meeting of what do we have to do? Here's who we have coming back. You know, how do you feel about Jacoby Myers? Well, you know, what, what's his impression of him? Should we, you know, add those meetings are what, what I'm curious. How And they here's our schedule, the by the
2: way. Here's our opponents. Here's the guys that can be problems in, in certain
4: games. You know, how do we, as an offense, uh, combat that? So we threw out. You know, the, the Brady thing. That, that is sort of the sensational. Ain't gonna localized. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. we all agree it's not gonna happen. The other internet sensation is the betting odds on Lamar Jackson and the Patriots having the best betting odds other than him returning to ba- Baltimore. Yeah. So, given all the stuff that we just talked about <laughs> with the offense and, you know, sort of Bryce Young and having mobility, and, you know, I, I go back to Billy O's time in Houston with Deshaun Watson. Like, maybe, you know, I think Evan and I have been lockstep on, Lamar Jackson's a great talent, but what do you need to do to sort of transform your offense to fit him? Or well, maybe th- it's not as big a transformation if you bring in a guy like Billy O, and who has a background with dealing with that kind of a passer. And it may not be as big a transformation as it was when he first came into the league, because he's a better passer now. He is a better yeah. passer, but I, I just... I, I don't. I don't dismiss things as out of hand as easily. Now, you want to talk about uh, a difficult, <laughs> you know, a bunch of hoops to, hmm. you know, jump through. You, you have two hundred plus million in guaranteed money. You have probably two first round picks. You know, what I mean, that's what it would be if they franchise them. Minimum. Exclusive. N- right they can side, always yeah. use a different kind of trade. You know, and they don't have to. You know, t- but I mean, it cost them three first it's rounders to Cleveland point. to get. Watson, and Watson hadn't played in a whole year. Yeah, I don't think. To me, that's
2: highly unlikely. But it's not on the Tom Brady level, but it's it's up there. It's highly unlikely, unlikely, but I just
4: you know, given all the stuff that Evan just talked about with the offensive scheme and the ability of the quarterback to sort of make the defense respect the possibility of a run.
5: Do you, do, you think well, that kind of, do you
3: think that kind of move would originate with Belichick or with Kraft? You know, like that just feels like a, a, an organization. It would have to originate
4: with the coaching, yeah. and then
3: it would have to be signed off on. By yeah, him. I don't think. I mean, it yeah. just sounds like such a major franchise-altering move that you know. I just. If the, that, but
4: if the coach isn't isn't invested in it, it doesn't yeah. work. Now, if the coach is, if that's something the coach thinks might work, he still needs to have ownership sign off on it because you're not giving a guy two hundred million guaranteed yeah or, i mean i just even board. walking down the street I mean, and being no,
3: like you know robert says we got to do something big we got to we got to shake it up we've got to make a move that is going to put the rest of the afc on notice you know like that right like maybe not but even if the coach Lamar, doesn't want to do it it's yeah. not going to work
2: and you know the coach would have to convince him and, you know as a businessman robert's doing risk analysis yeah on, on all of these decisions and you know what is the risk analysis of bringing in this individual you know when it comes to not just the money, but the availability the injury you know likeliness and all that stuff and boy i it would take a lot of convincing i think for bill to convince robert to do that i i I don't see that happening
6: i just i look at the bill o'brien hire and i know that every station under the sun is going to link it to tom brady and link it to all these other quarterbacks I, i ultimately think that this is about make it or break it year three with mac jones we got him his guy or a guy that he's familiar with that's coming from his offense at in college. And let's see what we have. We can have all these conversations. I think next off season, if it doesn't look any better or really doesn't make that big of a jump, especially if it looks like, let's say it looks exactly like it did his rookie year. And we say, well, that's a ceiling then, right? Like that's as good as yeah. we're going to get with Mac Jones. Then we start having these conversations of bringing in these veteran, you know, franchise stud quarterbacks i think right now this hire is let's see if billy can fix mac jones a- a- and i if mean he can't, th- that's then let's yeah. clearly
4: you know if, if it's like what do we say you know less than one percent for brady and maybe five percent for Je- the rest of it is that yeah. right yep. you know the 94 and percent is fix mac jones I know it's just not
6: the it's not the sexier topic, right? No, so but that's, that's why people are going to talk about happen. it. But it's way to me, it's way more important to discuss what what are the next steps now for Mac yeah. Jones in the offense than talking about bringing back, is Tom Brady now back in yeah. play.
3: I I just that's why I like what you said about if he played like he did as a rookie, that's a ceiling, and I think that that's you know it's. it's Probably a conversation we'll have all summer of, you know, what are you expecting from Mac? What does he need to do for you to say, let's pick up that, that fifth-year option next offseason? You know how I like to give you the, uh, the reaction
4: before it happens? Uh, yeah. So if that happens, I agree with Evan. Like, the way Evan explained it, was, it was yeah. how I would feel. Yeah. But you guys know that I'm sort of yeah. not sold on yeah. Mac Jones. I think the, the outcry would be, well, yeah, they got him back. To ba- like he was below baseline, they got him back to where he was. Now let's see yeah. with second year if he can make the you I know would all of a sudden I have some pushback on that. All one. of a sudden you're into year four now, right. and you may or may not have probably didn't yeah. pick up the fifth year option, and you have to figure yeah. out what's going. On. He'd still be
3: cheap. Fourth year would be cheap. The fifth year would not. Yeah. But yeah, it's but I mean it's still it's year 3 now and he's had 3 years and and as much as this year was a flush it down the toilet year he he must have learned some stuff i mean he he had a year of nfl experience this you know certainly dealing with an injury i think for one of the first times in his career something that kind of adversity has has changed but i i mean i got i think the bar is pretty high i think it's pretty high for him next year and i mean it'll only get higher as they make more moves, that will you know inspire people to say, "All right, well, you just signed this good left tackle. You drafted this left tackle. You drafted this you know really great weapon that's you know explosive." And you know those things, I feel like, are are going to also build some pressure on Mac. I mean, it's a big year for him.
6: I hope that Bill O'Brien. One of the best things I like about him, from so many levels, is that I, I don't think that this is a yes man. Like I, I think Bill O'Brien's got he's a not. backbone and he's going to st- stand up for himself. Both with the quarterback, like the, the little hissy fits that we saw last year from Mac Jones, that's not going to happen anymore under this. Coach. Well, it might, but you're
2: going to have a fight,
6: right. <laughs> right? Everyone's seen
7: the video today of Bill bro. O'Brien and Tom and Brady, Brady going, going back at it and forth, yeah. right?
6: But also from an org- you know, a, a personnel standpoint, if you're Bill O'Brien and you had the deficiencies the Alabama offense had last year at the receiver position and then after you traded DeAndre Hopkins in Houston your offense went to crap too in Houston that number one receiver and that big time playmaker I, I'm hoping that he's one of the guys that's in the room banging the table for it saying Bill if I'm gonna get us to where you want me to get us I need one of these guys on the team and I think in that offense and with this quarterback getting a guy that can turn that eight yard pass when he hits him in stride into that big explosive play or they can use him in motion they can use him in the RPO package like that ball carrier I think is just as important as an outside receiver when you have a quarterback like mac jones that's the type of guy he had with Devonte Smith right in Alabama was somebody that could really get open quickly and create with the football on his hands at that level that's the type of guy i'm looking at now for them to to go out and get i would love deandre hopkins too i love t higgins also but somebody like that i think is really what would thrive with both the quarterback and in this it's funny
4: if billy o goes to belichick and says, listen we gotta have this guy we gotta have the number one guy there's all the things that ever just said Great, let's go for DeAndre Hopkins. How about another one? <laughs>
3: <laughs> How about anybody uh, but him?
4: So what was Hopkins the thing with them?
7: I think Hopkins said he had no relationship. He Had no relationship. Yeah. yeah. So that's good then. Yeah.
3: It just it's a blank slate, it's a clean slate. Yeah, just that's one. You develop you develop one. Here. You know, sounds I'm a, sugarcoated. To you know, me. I'm a Billy know. O fan. That's <laughs> one
4: I put on Billy O. Yeah. That's where I think the teapot got him in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Like he, I think he got in trouble later in his tenure with Houston, trying to wrest total control and more concerned about not necessarily the moves he was making, but the fact that he was making them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you who's in charge, and that was one of them. I think that should have been able to be worked out. Uh, could Stephon Diggs be uh, looking for a new team? <laughs> sure.
5: Yeah. yeah, we'll get him.
4: Me and Paul have Fred that. would hit, <laughs> I mean, um, Fred. Mike would be uh, completely in the corner, just like in the fetal position, sucking his thumb, like did so upset. See,
3: did you see what he was pulling this weekend? I know. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I
4: don't like it. Can that. we get somebody that. I is don't like under it when your team's not doing well and all of a sudden,
2: you know, you're, you know, so demonstrative <laughs> on the laughing, sideline. I was laughing. What Danny and Tomlinson did. you see him lay
4: out that woman on the sideline? The, the, and yeah. she, he went over and picked her up. And yeah. I was like, "This Deuce. Another, <laughs> another, sure. another, another example of the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. To be fair
6: to Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't jo- do Josh,
2: that. Josh yeah. Allen did not play great in that Fine. Game. What happens if you don't play well? Should you yell that if you You know, like you don't do that. I, I
6: understand, but See, like
4: I, I don't have any the, problem on the field. The fact that after the game he took all his stuff and left, and Duke Johnson had to go get him and make him go back. To yeah, the yeah. and then a, was I, have I have a problem on with both on of Twitter. Twitter. I have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with him being upset on the field. Uh, I mean, the first None. third down of the game,
6: he's got a touchdown if he hits him in stride, and Josh Allen throws it five yards over his head. Like that game started off terrible for the two of them, right? That connection just. Was not do th- it. Then he had a catch
4: um, on the one touchdown drive they had in the fr- of the game. Um, he caught a little hook or hitch, and it was low, and he caught the ball. And he was like, "Yeah,
9: we'll get the ball up. Get right,
4: the ball up. It's like they clear I mean, Allen was terrible in the game. I mean, yeah. like sometimes it happens. I but like, you know, like for digs. I get it. Do I want him to? Like, if I was the coach, would I say that's what I want? No, I don't want him. I have a little composure you take here, the good with the bad. You know? I get it. Yeah. I don't that's mind a, going over to that's Josh Allen and that's where like Josh,
2: yeah. you know, like just talking to him. But when you're doing it for everyone showing to see, Showing him up it, a little bit. yeah, you're yeah.
4: showing him up and you're making it. You know, I'm playing yeah. well. He's right. not, and he's got he's got that <laughs> wide receiver diva yeah. thing. They that's yeah. just like they yeah. all do. I, and I, I mentioned this to too. So it's like. You know, three years ago, you know, we're all watching the AFC Championship game, and Kansas City wins a tough, tough game at the end, and, you know, we get all the shots of. Stephon Diggs, I'm going to stay on the field. Right, I'm going to stay on the field. I'm going to watch because yeah. I want to remember we'll this. So yeah, we'll be back. This was worse now for me sudden, than it was for everybody <laughs> else. Now, two years later, two <laughs> yeah. years later, you're out in the <laughs> divisional <laughs> round at home, and you're like <laughs> <laughs> MFing your quarterback and yeah. taking all your stuff out of the locker yeah. room. Right, like, he is 30.
6: Yeah. You know, yeah. he's getting up there. And I think it's no, he's and a, I think that that's that's an
4: underlying theme of what take, that entire team because that th- like it won't last forever. No, like you have a lot of talent but yeah. if you don't find a way to win they thought yeah. they were going to be the patriots they're I, never going to be the patriots. this was their window uh, from a just I mean, a bold statement there H- they're, they're never going to go to the super yeah. bowl nine times <laughs> in 20 years because that josh they allen extension
6: <laughs> kicks in yeah. next yeah. year that big money quarterback extension next year Diggs is 30 poyer hide <laughs> those guys are getting up there
4: <laughs> they're either going to win or they're not it's not going to have anything to do with you, you, the cap you got to evolve. Put
3: it I uh, I think a couple things I took away from this weekend though was the value of when we talk plenty about the value of having a guy, um, but the value of having those second and third level guys that 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 come through in the clutch for of course you. You know, it, and it's I, important. I I think that was yeah. one of the things with Buffalo. I mean, we talked plenty about it. I, it just I'm how actually on lockstep with Evan. That game to me came down to Josh
4: Allen, just did not play. Oh, yeah.
3: No, I'm just saying, generally, from the whole weekend, like just, you know, I felt like Dallas, you know, once they lost Pollard, it's, it's, you just, we spend so much time focusing on trying to get that one guy. And it's, I think sometimes you forget that, that you really do to be one of those special teams. You need you need guys who can you know step up in the clutch. It doesn't ha- they don't have to come out you know and have a hundred catch season, but in the but when you get into the playoffs, these are guys you know that step up and make those. I big thought catches, Buffalo had you know? actually a few of
4: those guys. I thought Beasley you know made Beasley yeah. know, two or three catches. I thought Shakir um, you know made two or three catches. It's weird that these the, guys. Step the problem up. was McKenzie and, Josh Allen didn't you know. make the throws. Yeah, I, he didn't do what he normally does.
6: If I'm a if I'm a Patriots fan, I know we're all reveling in the bills misery right now, but if I'm a Patriots fan, the one thing that I would be a little bit concerned about is if they identify some of the holes that they have on that roster. And let's say, I do think that they need another, another guy. It doesn't need to be on Stephon Diggs's level, but Gabe Davis was supposed to be their number two receiver and did it did not make the, jump, it no. didn't make the jump. So if they go out and they get somebody that's a more proven number two guy to Stephon Diggs, because if you look at their, skill position group outside of digs compared to burrow or what mahomes is working with or where some of the other guys are working with that are still in it it's not as good it's not as good as what philly has around jalen Hurts. he had what a big Purdy drop has. too
3: gabe davis in that game yeah i mean i would say and that, that's a, a great point i also just i think the biggest thing for me with josh allen is just like how do we get him to not put it all on himself you know i don't think anybody was really surprised here that the Buffalo lost. I, I was a little surprised that they were in a hole as quick as they were, and that they didn't push back a little bit more than I thought they would. But you know, I just I I, I, I think that they probably will. I think get a Super Bowl at some point when he'll play out of no, his mind won't. for three or four games, no, and, and it'll no. and it'll be perfect. But it's hard to see them sustaining that year after year. I mean, they'll always be kind of in the mix, but when it's so heavily dependent on him and how he plays it's on just that particular build. day, yeah. and injuries, and, and you know,
4: it's, and I actually. I'm, I think Buffalo's pretty good. I don't think it's overly depend. I mean, I think, I don't think it's any more dependent on him than any any other team that has a great quarterback. Uh, I, I just think he picked a bad day and the defense was abysmal. Now, yeah. they're, it, not, it, they're not good in bad weather. Okay. It's a factor. Uh, if, if you want to look at it, like in in terms of like y- what you guys talk about with the cap and, and if that's relevant How did they I they, become they, a, the they ca- lost the cap guy. they lost a lot of starters on defense Start and the defense Miguel. went in the <laughs> toilet <laughs> now i personally it think it's there are other things involved and i'll tell you one thing that would really worry me if i were a bills fan the fact that allen doesn't think he needs surgery and just going to re- like he wasn't the same after he hurt that elbow and if there's nothing quote unquote really wrong He says he admitted that he started throwing the ball differently. I would worry about that elbow long term.
6: Mm. I would just worry also about the coaching, honestly, because
4: I don't know enough about
6: these are two playoff sequences in a row where Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier have gotten out coached on their side of the ball. They're defensive coaches. That's their background. Patrick Mahomes put up what? 45 points to knock them out last year. And then they'd had no answers for Joe Burrow and the Bengals this year. So uh, I think offensively Dorsey grows into that role for them uh, as an offensive coordinator, but defensively those are, those are their guys and they're two veteran coaches that have been around the block and they keep on getting beat by better quarterbacks.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I do think that some of that had to do with the personnel that they were missing, but it's fact. They got dominated uh, on – their defense got dominated two years in a row. Thoroughly.
2: All right. Uh, let's turn it over to the listeners. 855 PATS 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline web radio at Patriots.com. We have some people patiently holding on.
4: We just leave them because we're going to the calls?
2: Yeah, Deuce is just leaving. Rude. Rude. He's
5: just walking like out. Sky Rude. out. Rude. Uh,
2: Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? Stay behind the velvet ropes. In his
6: Christmas sweater.
10: <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hey, uh, so I'll save my Josh Allen rant for uh, for Thursday. I don't hate Allen or the Bills, you know, as much as the other two teams in the division. But uh, just going off this Philly O'Brien news, uh, I'm happy. I'm psyched. You know, I'm interested to see what they're going to do as far as, like, filling in the rest of the holes of their coaching staff. But um, this is something that Marine Corps Matt, I think, can speak on as, as well as I can. But um, I'm going to sort of correlate bill and bill o'brien to, to boot camp now when you're at boot camp your senior drill instructor is like mom right and you don't want to piss mama and that's bill belichick but you have that one guy that one other drill instructor because you usually have like three or four That that's daddy and you don't if, if you get dad mad forget it you're done like dad's gonna freaking work you to the ground so i i can't see like mac having the sort of outburst that he has this year that he did have this past year. And, um, I mean, this year there's, there's going to be no excuses. You know, this this is it. This is the guy that that should we we'll bring the best out. We'll see if there's field. no excuses.
2: And, you know, like if they don't bring in a number one wide receiver and tackle still looks like a mess, there'll be excuses.
10: Yeah, but I, as far as that goes, I think they could coach up the O-line. And, Freddie, you're right. I mean, if they don't address O-line and – free agency they have, to, they have to go with their first pick O-line but um, a, a name you guys brought up last week that I would, I'm intrigued by is Jackson Smith and Jigba from o- Ohio State I'd like to see what he would look like in this offense but that's all I got for
5: today guys alright
4: thanks Patty yeah, I, I think they need additions on the offensive line not just to get coached up yeah they need better players
5: yeah
2: agreed uh, and then who's going to do the coaching anyway you know, that's the other
4: question. Adrian Clem.
2: Okay. Um, Mark's
4: in Bolton. <laughs> Maybe he'll, he'll quit for his next job, like, I don't know, week 14. What's up, Mark?
11: Hey, guys. Uh, well, I'm three days out of the hospital after a six-hour abdominal surgery. I'm still in the influence, so you might have to bear with me. But <laughs> Okay, that's the best way to
2: call
4: game. the show. Appreciate
2: that. We,
11: yeah. we, <laughs> would, we were on speed dial. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's going pretty good in that, in that way. Well, I'm glad that uh, Bob is finally going my suggestion to uh, keep Gerard as the assistant head coach. But I'm thrilled with the Billy O'Hire. Um, I think we just started to touch on some stuff of what he brings to, along with him. I'd love to see Doug Marone come in the offense. Clem, I never loved him when he was here. I just didn't think he was a, a real effort guy. But, I mean, things, things can change. Uh, John Jefferson for the re- receivers uh, in, the, in the passing game. Sounds like a real win for me. I mean, I just, I, I really love that guy, and uh, I just think he brings some, some new new perspective. And I, I hear what you're I saying, Mark, but it. like
2: whether it's Sean Jefferson and re- receivers or Adrian, I have no idea. Like, I don't know how
4: they are as coaches. Well, Sean Jefferson's resume is decent, though. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. the associate head coach at the Cardinals.
2: I enjoyed our He had to do something. I guess, you know,
6: like but Coach Calvin Johnson. Well,
2: maybe they'll be good. You're skewed I mean, from Adrian Clemson, associate
4: head coach at Oregon, although a lot of people say he didn't do a great job with immense, right. immensely yeah. talented linemen. Yeah.
3: The spandex disaster. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love Brown, well, well, yeah,
11: but you know, I I just didn't see Tyquan Thornton, especially post-injury. Uh he just he regressed from what I saw from training camp, but I know I was the I was the guy that wanted uh you know Perkins, uh, you know to, to trade back and get him at the end of the first round last year, and I still think that Thornton does have some upside. Um, that he better, uh, you know, he, he if they get him another ten pounds and, and some coaching, and some film, He's and uh, some root running skills, but yeah, uh, I think, I don't he, think he, he has not regret. No. I don't um, think his
7: frame yeah, can withstand.
2: Yeah, him. I'm. I'm. Uh, th- thanks, Mark. I I'm not sure I'm interested in putting weight on Thornton. Not I that just, much. Yeah. it would
7: just be so hard for. Would it be worth it for how hard it would be? Would it slow him down? Yeah, I just his frame is so you see it a lot I with like those big tall lanky yeah, basketball players. I just want to see him you, run better routes,
2: and and get open. But that's like and catch the ball.
6: That's back to my initial rant on this whole thing is Ty- Tyquan Thornton was was at that spot, and I know people said, "Oh, people were gonna pick him and they were gonna trade up for him and whatnot." I'm sorry, that was not a consensus pick at 50th overall. It wasn't. Okay. He was did not. Did you not like that pick in all seriousness? No. Didn't like the pick at the time. Didn't like the pick now because that is a guy that is everything that you always to learn about scouting and about receiver evaluation. You pick the guy that ran the fastest 40.
4: Like, that's the homework that you did was that. Did,
2: like Al oh, Davis. Evan's uh, going to be fun on the draft <laughs> show. He, <this>. he I, <laughs> th- I can't <laughs> wait.
4: In all seriousness, that's why I asked. Yeah. Because I like. I like to tease you and you know I'm only teasing you I'm not being serious but I like to find out what people think before right yeah, I don't like to f- I don't need to know what you think once the patriots decide that they draft sign play somebody yep. I want to know what you think of the somebody before that yeah. I
6: am I am prone or I am I'm am. One mistake I always have is once they pick the guy, I talk myself into it because he's right. he's yeah. here, right? Yeah. So, I, so I do that as well. So That's what, what yeah. am I going to do? That's what everybody. Yeah. Does. But if yeah. you, I, I mean, look, I I have it on paper from what my rankings were last year, wide receiver, and he was at the bottom of my outside receiver wish list because I knew at the time this is a guy that runs fast. That's all he can do. I look at a guy like Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee this year in this class. Same exact way. Okay, so great. If we get you off the line of scrimmage and you actually get opened up and then you can actually run by somebody, cool. But what do you do for me on the other 95% of the downs, right? I can Plus, only do that. that
4: particular guy is the second best receiver on his own team.
6: Yeah, who, Jalen Hyatt? Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, right? I like Cedric Tillman better, too. So you look at a lot of these things going on with Tyquan Thornton. I'm not s- surprised at at all and going into that draft at that spot. Now, look, Skymore didn't have a great rookie year for Kansas City well, I either. Have, I have numbers for you yeah.
4: uh, on that, because I, I think that that was the key to the early day two of the draft was the Patriots took Thornton, and then they had three receivers taken in sick, close succession right after, okay? Two of the three blew Tyquan Thornton away. Pickens had 52 catches for 801 yards, 15.4 average, four touchdowns. Fred Sky... Fred liked Alec Pierce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 41 catches, 593, 14 and a half, two touchdowns. Sky Moore was a gadget player for Kansas City, only had 22 catches for 250, so basically the same year that Thornton did. Now, I would say in far less opportunities mm-hmm. than Thornton had. 22 for 247, 11.2, the, the lowest average per carry of those four guys, Tyquan Thornton, the speedster, and two touchdowns. So Pickens and Pierce basically doubled him. And he was on par with Moore, who was basically, we're going to hand it to you. We're going to use you as our punt returner. We're going to try to – you're going to fill in for Nicole Hardman a little bit when Hardman's out, but he never really had a role in Kansas City's offense.
6: Yeah, I mean, this year the equivalent is I, – I just watched this, this guy Tank Dell from Houston yesterday. It's like Houston's Jacoby Myers, right? And he's a good route runner. He, he can get open. He's explosive guy. Uh, he took over for Marcus Jones on returns when Marcus Jones went to the NFL. But the the brand name of Tank Dell is Zay Flowers from BC. So when they're sitting there in the second round, and let's say they decide to go receiver again in the second round, going based off of what they did last year, they would take Tank Dell, right? They would take the guy that that everybody says turn right, they turn left, yeah. but. Let's see what kind of career Zay Flowers it you know it's the same thing with Pierce or with uh Perkins and uh Pickens. I keep saying because he said Perkins, uh Pickens in Pittsburgh. It's the same thing where the pick there for everybody that if you gave me the, the the decision and I'm just the average Joe Schmo, we all we're all picking George Pickens. Like we're all picking that guy. They picked Tyquan Thornton. I mean that, that was just the reality of that draft.
2: All right. Uh, let's go to uh, – actually, you know what? We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, more calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered.
1: Verizon, the network America relies on and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit Patriot-Place.com. How did Verizon
9: build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near-zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right, from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data Q2 2020.
1: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College, equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring
8: the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, summer baseball, and more. Our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College,
1: our students don't just play games, we run them visit us at dean.edu verizon the network america relies on and the official 5g network of the new england patriots patriot place is the region's number one shopping dining and entertainment destination shop your favorites including vineyard vines express olympia sports petco and more enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants including six string Grillin' stage scorpion bar and bar louis and don't forget about the entertainment Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We
9: started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speedtest Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020.
0: And now, great moments in history. They are two separate things, well, this but Well, per- this
2: person's
4: concerned about the positionless coaching. Right, and I'm saying that's not what it is. It's not positionless okay, coaching. But that's what he's concerned about. Okay, but I just, I should have alleviated your concerns by explaining that Joe Judge told us last week he's working with quarterbacks. He did. Matt Patricia told us last week he's working with the offensive line. Nick Caley told us he's working with the tight ends. Those, there's no position list worries to, to, I, for anybody. There aren't. You shouldn't have them. But I'm I, trying to allay the fears of the email I, I, because I, all the coaches told you what they're going to be doing. I, I, but no one told you who's calling plays. But there's That's a lot it. of writers who took it the other way and and
2: mentioned Steve Belichick and Cam Accord and said, why aren't they? Why aren't they telling? Offensive these
4: co- coordinator is the concern. Why
2: aren't they? Okay, but I'm just saying what some writers said. Why aren't they telling these coaches what they're doing? Right, your, your yeah. show went that's on and was, on about that yes, calling it plays. Ridiculous. Yes, yeah. that's, that's not that's, just calling plays. Well, that's the only it.
4: thing that is unknown, Fred. Is who is calling the okay. plays on both sides okay. of the ball? Okay, but I'm telling you that it went further. Okay, in your opinion, it didn't. I listen to the shows. You make fun of me all the time for listening to my shows. I listen to them. Okay, I, I they will... can't believe that Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are in charge of Mac Jones's all-important that year two. That is true. That's that, the concern. That is true for them. But I will also show you other people who wrote about why aren't they telling? You know, this is why are they doing this? In the end, right? Ta- why are they Why are they not telling who's calling the place? Okay, that, that the rest of it they told you. Okay, I, when I show it to you, then you can read it. These people weren't. Mike, sh- can you please back I me
2: up? I think
3: you're both saying the same
2: yeah. thing. No, no, no. <laughs> That's
0: another great moment from. Thank
2: and I, I subsequently showed Paul all the things that people were saying. No, he didn't. Yes, I did. He
4: showed me people wondering how what was going to call players. No, no. Did you show me your world? Uh, no. We need to do that more often, <laughs> Freddie. We haven't had one of those in a bit. <laughs> Hardy? <laughs> uh, what
2: was that? Why don't you say something? Why, why did that just go away? Say I didn't press a button. Say something Fred-like. Oh, oh somebody hung up? Oh, okay. Say okay. something Fred-like no, so,
4: something. Like so we can have another one of those arguments. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like Welker. Like, I it,
4: tried to it, get no, you going today, but you yeah, would, you no. didn't take the bait. <laughs> well, because what are you going to say? Like c- Cincinnati was so thoroughly dominant in that game. Like, w- like if if I in fact was the Bills apologist that you think I am, yes. What am I going to say to defend the Bills' performance that's in that game? That I that's not what I was looking for. Oh, okay. What
2: I was looking for is you going on a rant about Patriots fans <laughs> reveling in their loss. No, I don't. Is, did that in fact happen? Oh, of course! Are you kidding me? I'm still reveling in the loss. There were like all these
4: because you're a Patriots fan.
2: There were like cartoons. There were cartoons on Twitter, like you know, Patriots, uh, Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets, all with at least one trophy, and Bills over here with none, and all kinds of stuff like that.
4: Oh. I, I would have given you what you wanted, had well, yeah. I known. I did find yes. I was rooting Next for Next time, tell me what you want. Cincy. I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I was rooting for Cincy. Not actively, but I just found I myself was like...
4: I found myself more rooting for Cincinnati in the game. I just think Buffalo was completely done. Yeah. I don't think they're a threat. I think they're out of gas. Ever. Again.
3: Except when they play the Patriots. <laughs>
11: Hopefully. Well, that...
4: I mean, if <laughs> I you... Know. Okay, I'll give you what you want. <laughs> Might just open the door. I'll <laughs> yeah, give yeah, you yeah. what you want. Now, I'll <laughs> play. I'll play. <laughs> the team that was so thoroughly outclassed by Cincinnati... Beat you four times in a row by at least twelve points. Yeah. Okay.
2: And running. And we were a fumble away from beating beating Cincinnati. You
4: could feel really great
2: about being that far away (laughs) from from transitive property. The that far away from contention. The AFC Championship. We were We're we're in the playoff game. You weren't. (laughs) We were a fumble away from beating Cincinnati. No, you
4: I, were a fumble away from taking the
2: lead. The, over
6: the, the thing with Buffalo for me with is no not time so much about my, my <laughs>
4: fandom. <It's> it was <laughs> over a minute left. The Patriots got the ball back <laughs> no.
11: after
2: the fumble. <laughs> no. You did it, yes. Fred, You're doing it. Yes. Doing after the fumble, they got the ball back. <laughs> oh,
11: no. Uh, what have we done? If he
2: hadn't fumbled, they would have run more time off the clock, and we would have won the game because you had gone in the end zone, and the game would yeah. have been over. Just sitting in the hot tub with my soulmate. Yeah. If he
4: hadn't fumbled, it would have been second and goal from the seven. <laughs> yeah. With how much time for left the, the worst red zone offense in football.
2: Okay. We, so if he hadn't fumbled, he, had
4: you momentum. have a touchdown.
2: Anyone that yeah, watched right that game we
4: knew them. we were going we let
2: him off the hook. We were going in. I
4: think they were going in, and I don't think the game would have been over had they gone in. Okay. Okay, but we were that close. I mean, come on. That's pretty good, right? Were you that close to Cincinnati
3: that day? Yes. Okay. I, I wish I could.
2: I
4: only hope that the coaching staff doesn't agree with you. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to be in this spiral of mediocrity for years to come.
3: No,
2: because
4: they weren't close to Cincinnati that day. The, the scoreboard ended up being close. They weren't close in terms of personnel. No, but in terms of team playing football, we were close. No, you weren't. You got doubled up in yards and everything else. The turnovers completely changed the game. We found a way. We
2: found a way to almost. Yeah, we found a way to
4: al- say it, Deuce. You could be sneaky. Yeah, to negative. almost win. This <laughs> would be. This would be an appropriate time for Mike <laughs> Duseau's almost sneaky negativity be in the game. <laughs> we found a way to almost have a chance. Yeah, to be competitive despite <laughs> against having a good team. Despite having a at lot, home on Christmas Eve. Despite having a lot less talent, <laughs> we were competitive. You were completely doubled up in.
3: Embarrassed. What did you guys think of uh, a Patrick Mahomes and, and and just you know playing through the injury? That was you know what pretty, pretty Crazy, huh? I'll tell you. You know what I didn't see? <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul. I didn't <laughs> see someone he helping
4: <laughs> Patrick Mahomes down the stairs. Oh man! <laughs> and crying his eyes out. Of course. With with a similarly sprained ankle. <laughs> He's well, gonna play.
3: I, I mean, what I a gamer. I, I, I didn't see Tony Pollard do that, and he broke his leg. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't see Kansas City pulling this one out. I mean, I you know I they say Mahomes well, playing anywhere near. How is he going to be able to do anything other than just kind of sit in the pocket and and try not to get hit?
4: That'll be the next one, Patriots. You know what? You're right, Fred. I'm going to give you what you want. I know,
3: we're going to revenge. That'll for it. be the
4: next one when when Kansas City loses. Yeah, what happened to Mahomes' dynasty? Five in a row. I won't – you call me when you get to like eight,
2: nine. That was, the exact,
6: that. That was the exact tweet of mine, actually. I, I like you are just doing the pan, and call, I don't like
2: that.
5: Call <laughs> no, me when you oh. get to eight. But, but I,
2: <laughs> listen, I, I want to defend Mac a little bit, okay? Because I think we should thank him. Because after <laughs> after that injury, we were told there, there are different grades of high, high ankle sprains. Yeah. I don't know what grade Mac has, and I don't know what grade Mahomes had. But I am told if you have the worst grade,
4: you ain't playing the next week. Oh, I don't think there's any chance that Mahomes would be playing in a regular season game.
2: Well, I, I, I'm just saying that you can't play, even if you wanted to play. Yeah. So maybe his wasn't as hurt, hurt as bad as Yeah as I'm Max just talking was. about
4: the reaction coming off I the know. field. I'm not, I don't blame Mac Jones for missing games. Regular season games, absolutely. Probably should have missed another one. Yeah. I mean, in all, in all honesty, I mean, yeah. he probably should have missed but the, there is the Chicago But there is
2: game. a chance that Mahomes' injury wasn't as severe as Max. Is
4: there a chance? I have to say yes because I have no idea. Right, my guess is the, the same, but I don't know. I, I, I don't. I have no I mean, idea. It's a high ankle sprain. I just uh, I, I think regular season guys wouldn't play. I, Gronk played in the Super Bowl with it, like he couldn't move.
3: Yeah, but That's you like know, in the playoffs and the Super Bowls, you do it. You could just see he couldn't. You can't push off your toe. You know, it's like right. he's in a ski boot, like and you're just on your heel. He was, the whole he time, was you know? throwing
6: the ball.
4: Off of one foot, but
6: yeah. not on purpose. Like sometimes right. he does that on purpose. Oh, and it's amazing. When he no, does. he was yeah.
4: it, like, I know a lot of times, like if, if that was Ben Roethlisberger, everybody would have been up in arms. Like this drama queen <laughs> doing it again. That, that was no drama queen with Mahomes on, on Saturday. No, like no, he couldn't, no. to Evan's point, he couldn't intentionally throw the ball normally, the, the, the foot wouldn't let him do it. Every time he put that pet leg down, and then when he thought it was yeah. getting
2: Jumped. better within the game, like he'd have to do something, and he immediately
4: was hobbled again. You know. But I think going into a game knowing that he can't run, I think changes the whole.
3: Equation. Oh, absolutely. Especially Cincinnati is just en fuego right now. I mean, they are they're. You're clicking, going right at you know? him right away. Oh, they'll yeah. come after him with oh. the
6: blitzes too. And a like Mike doesn't Hilton. hold back. He's a couple of those Mike
3: Hilton blitzes against Buffalo that were like. Fire gonna get there,
4: you know. You could just see it's like Mike Hilton played like the guy that Eli Apple evidently thinks he is. Mike Hilton was awesome in that game. So, we'll, we'll and was he undrafted guy here for what? Just the training camp
3: or something? He was, or was on s- pra- I thought he was here? on the practice squad.
4: Yeah. Was he not? Didn't we sign him to the practice something. squad at
3: one point? I don't know exactly. Now on Thursday,
2: uh, Evan and Mike, you'll be off to Vegas early no, in the I'm morning. I'm not going to Vegas. Just at, at oh, Evan, you're not yeah. leaving no. right away? No, no. I'm oh, not okay. going. I'm,
3: I'm here. So, yeah. Okay, no, so Evan we'll do our
2: we'll do our picks on Thursday. Yeah, Yeah. Okay
3: That'd be good. Um, all right, even this Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Early.
2: Back to the phones. Uh, Todd's in North Carolina. Well, will, What's I, up, I, Todd? I
4: tell you, you, had a perfect week there.
2: Oh, I know. Oh, he knows. And we got our
10: coach, but I think we might have a sneaky need that nobody's really thought about. Talent. Ramondre just seemed to be out of gas at the end of the year. He seemed to be dropping the football. He seemed to be a little out of sorts. And I don't think we're going to keep Damian Harris. So what do we got for running because We didn't really see the young guys. Does anybody else think that that might be a need that we have to address?
2: Well, it depends hope on not. what you think of uh, yeah. Kevin Harris and yeah. Pierre Strong. and
4: That's why they're right. here. I, said, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I would hope so. that you draft guys like that because you had Damian Harris entering his free agent year. And right.
6: That was, that's the whole sell job of the entire pick is, oh, right. we had Damian Harris is on a contract year and Ramondre right. this and that. Yeah. Like that's – that was their whole cell of drafting two running backs on day three. It was for this exact situation.
1: Yeah.
10: So how do you feel about them, Evan?
6: I think Pierre Strong showed me some things. I know Kevin Harris ran hard and some people like that that type of running style. But I thought every opportunity that they got Pierre Strong into some space, he he showed some things against the Cardinals. Uh, he had a good run against the Raiders where he made a nice cut and got himself a, into some free space. So I, I like the speed. I, I like what he can bring to the table. But – running backs I mean we see it all Isaiah Pacho for Kansas City was what a 6th or 7th round pick like you should be able to find these guys they're a dime a dozen and if you're the Patriots and Pierre Strong he took in the 4th round ends up not being able to step into a Damian Harris spellback type of role for Ramondre Stevenson next year it's a bad pick yeah and you got time on coming too wow well, you've,
10: you've taught him well well uh. <laughs> Mr. Perillo, he's, you know, he's putting I down a different thing and saying, you know, <laughs> do that on your own time already. Well done. Wow. Well, well
4: done. Well, I mean, okay, they, so I mean, just look at what they did, Todd. I mean, they, they drafted right. two guys a year ahead of when this is what they used to do in the yep. draft. Exactly. Right. You, you draft the guys before you need them. That's why Mike and I were sort of perplexed that there were no corners drafted. No tackles drafted no last year. Yep. Yeah. You know, until later.
10: Yeah, because they're going to need those for sure. Yeah. So anyway.
4: All right. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Appreciate Todd. it. Uh, let's yeah. go to Rashad
2: in Baltimore. What's up, Rashad?
13: Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey. Um, for, I, I have to say, I'm not going to lie. I I enjoy lo- the Bills losing like that. You know, I enjoy I enjoy all the antics. I enjoy all of it. You know. Me too. For me, as you know, just just for me as a Patriots fan, that's it. But um as but for the patriots I, I i don't you know i'm not worried about running back me i'm worried about like you said i'm worried about talent like i'm worried about more wide receivers i'm worried about a left tackle a right tackle a corner like even, that's the sneaky I mean, need a kicker yeah. corner. and a punter talent. Like, we 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 even need a kicker and a punter
2: yeah yeah
6: oh yeah. god don't tell bill that i'll take one in the second mm-hmm. round yeah but, but no but it's all I'm, true I'm,
13: yeah I'm 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 happy I'm happy about the uh the Bill O'Brien, but I feel like it's gotta be more to come. Like I see all these rumors, you know, I just saw something about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. So I'm you know, I'm feeling like this off season might be crazy like last year. But we have to make we have to make moves that's good for the that's beneficial for the future. Like I'm thinking uh, the year after next. Like I'm looking forward to us signing T Higgins. Like we, like we, like we should be taking steps to to be back to where we were. Because I mean, everything is right there.
2: All right, I hear you, Rashad. You know, I mean, the needs are clear. The needs are clear,
4: and that's part of the problem. Is they're so. I mean,
3: the, the most other so quarterback, obvious, which, yeah. I mean, is debatable. But, I mean, yeah. Receiver. But do you think Bill
4: will change? Like, Because Bill has been sort of reluctant to spend that kind of money on certain positions. Do you think Bill will change that line? I'm thinking specifically wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, if he can get a guy on his terms, he's going to make a deal for Randy Moss or, like, Brandon Cooks. And then when they become, you know, untenable – they they go, but he's not going to go give like, Randy
3: Moss the, the Raiders deal. Like T Higgins next year,
4: yeah. assuming he doesn't get a catastrophic injury, is going to be
6: hundred like, million.
4: Yes, he's going to be another one of these AJ Brown types that's going to get a mega contract. Does that strike you as a Bill move? No,
2: no, no. that's
6: why I want to trade for him. But the games has changed. Like the game has changed.
4: I know, but do you think he has?
6: I don't know. And that, but this is my biggest gripe with him right now is that you have to look at the landscape and you have to recognize that just look at the four teams that are left in the playoffs and look at the weapons that they have on offense. This, we're not in a time in, in, of age anymore in the NFL where guys like the, you know, the David Givens and the Pattons and the Branches and like, those guys are not going to get you into the Super Bowl or into a championship anymore. They just aren't.
4: Well, unless you have like the truly elite. Like you know, what like Mahomes is doing. Mahomes has basically sure. that with Kelsey. Right, but, but
6: but the Patriots don't have anybody in Kelsey's ballpark.
4: No. no. So And they don't have anybody, obviously. Right. Uh, few Z- teams do.
2: Zach and Zumerville writes in, uh, with Bill O'Brien Judy being hired, they? do you think it makes it any more probable to trade for Judy if he's available? I know Judy was never connected to O'Brien directly, but I would have to imagine Having a top wide receiver option quarterback and O.C., all with similar experience at Bama, has to be interesting at least. Also, after hearing that Mayo was included in the O.C. search, it is fair to assume he will also have more of a voice when evaluating free agents and draft prospects this offseason. Or is it fair to assume that hmm. he'll
3: have a voice in those things? That's a good question. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I didn't really think of that. But yeah. yeah. O'Brien?
5: Gerard. No, Gerard.
3: Would Gerard have input on I mean, we don't even know what he is yet. I mean, I you'd need to hear if he actually has a title change or anything. Yeah, I
4: mean, I mean I'm intrigued by, it, like, everybody else. If he was, you know, in on the offensive coordinator interviews.
3: Okay, He'd like Bill O'Brien. He's like, yep, this, this
4: Well, guy. pretty easy. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I, I don't know if that was ceremonial. Like, we kind of like, around we, we kinda joked around about that. I think Evan brought it up, like, we should talk to Dante. <laughs> like, what exactly does an assistant <laughs> head coach do? Yeah, You know,
3: I don't know. Right. The assist. Probably
2: varies team by team that have them. Tony says, uh, number one, Billy O'Brien needs talent. He had it in Alabama. He had it in his previous stint here. He doesn't have it here now. And two, last weekend is a stark reminder of this. Since he lost three starters in the O-line and the O-line was stellar. Each of the teams last weekend have what the Patriots lack, talent and depth. And a young quarterback needs wide receiver talent. The best wide receiver on the Patriots is a number three or four in one of the teams
3: last Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen some people speculating like that the bills could have used somebody like Jacoby Myers. And I, I don't, I don't totally, you know, disagree with that kind of sentiment of somebody who, you know, is just kind of reliable and gets open. That kind of guy. I think like they were meant... missing
4: the T Higgins guy. Well, I no, I, I I think that they were fine in the middle of the field. It was mm. outside. It was just Diggs, and there was nobody else. And I, 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 I'm with everybody else. I thought Gabe Davis, based on the postseason he had last year, would be like that 80-catch, 1,200-yard right. guy this year, and he just never really...
6: At least double-dated touchdowns with his, his size and red yeah. zone acumen, but it just didn't, didn't work out.
2: Uh, Jack and Anaba. Uh, Cincinnati's decisive victory over the Bills on Saturday demonstrates conclusively... That the way to beat the Bills is with a dominant offensive line that powers a consistent running game. That game should try to lay. Oh boy. That game should tr- lay rest once and for all any further questions of whether the Patriots should prioritize the acquisition of elite receivers. Over the acquisition of offensive tackles this offseason. Okay. So what? yes, Burrow is a better quarterback than Mac Jones, but the Bengals did the not beat the Bills because of Burrow's arm heroics. Okay. They beat the Bills because their offensive
4: line took over the game. Okay. The Patriots can we stop for a second. Well, yeah, I, this is just. A just I can, can I just counter? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> when do you think the game was won? First quarter. Okay. So here's what they did in the first half. Okay. The Bills ran the ball in the first half ten times. The Bengals ran it 12 times, okay? Now, the Bengals ran it more effectively, okay? They ran for 69 yards, and the Bills only had 27, okay? The difference was Joe Burrow threw for 186 yards and two touchdowns in said first half, while Josh Allen threw for 111 yards and no touchdowns, and it was 17-7. When you had that two-score lead in the second half – That's when they ended the game, just by running the ball and taking Buffalo's will away from them. The game was won by Joe Burrow in that vast array of weapons that he has to throw to in the first half. Did they run the ball well? Yeah, they did. But it wouldn't have worked if they couldn't throw the ball the way they did. Now, what I didn't understand by, by what Buffalo did was how many passes did they throw, like, quick little, like, uh, nothing there. We're just gonna swing it out to Mixon, nine yards. Uh, we're gonna run a little hitch to to chase seven yards. No one around them. They're just running, running free. Now, part of that is because all the guys weren't there. You know, all the, the, their secondary guys. You know, they had no hide. They lost Poyer. Tre'Davious White is not back from his ACL. He's just an average guy right now. They they were missing some some pieces. I mean, I, I, I know this is crass to say, but. They were also missing Hamlin. I know you can't say that because you're insensitive if you well, talk about it in any time uh, kind of football <laughs> parlance, but they were missing a lot of pieces in the secondary and got absolutely undressed to Evans' point with two defensive coach. How many times does someone have to tell you, I can't believe Leslie Frazier's not up for one of these head coaching jobs. Well, maybe if your defense shows up in the playoffs once, you'll get one of the head coaching jobs. <laughs> well, this is
6: uh, – you asked me earlier if if – I root against the Bills because I'm a Patriots fan. This is why I root against the Bills, is because everybody has crowned the Bills as this juggernaut of a football team. I remember back in September when you guys all laughed at me because everybody was saying they were going to go 17-0, and and here we are. They didn't even make it to the championship game. I, this is yeah. the problem that gets people frustrated with the conversation around Buffalo. Why isn't Leslie Frazier a, a head coaching candidate? Well, his defense got blown off the field in two straight playoff games. Okay, so how 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 great really is he? How great is Josh Allen? How, he can't go toe to toe with Joe Burrow, and he loses to Patrick Mahomes the week before. But every next year, we'll hear the same thing. Oh, here comes Josh Allen, right? I just I understand that he's had a lot of success against you recently, especially especially Allen. But the what have they won? What
4: they have, have they, they won? haven't won a championship. But they haven't I haven't won. A I, thing. I think that those two those two things, are not the same. They haven't won a single Like you're team. saying they're not good. And I'm not because, saying because they not haven't I won say. a title. That's I not mean, what that's I basically said. what you're saying. He's no. Say, no, he's no. saying they're, they're not, not as good as, as the
6: hype. Right, right. They're not as but good but as the who's hype. hype. Everybody's is Buffalo hype. one of the best he, teams
2: he, in football. Yes. Yes. So
4: where's the hype?
6: What's the hype? The hype is everybody picking them as their Super Bowl team
4: going into the season. Okay, so why is that but why is that like okay, so the hype is that we can we can't possibly say hype would be picking a team like The Chargers to win the title and they can't even get to the playoffs on a consistent basis. That's hype. When you pick a team to go to the Super Bowl and they lose in the AFC championship game and then the divisional round, then you know, that that's not like, oh wow, what an idiot you are. You think Buffalo's good.
6: I never said Buffalo was bad, first of all. Buffalo
7: went thirteen and three. And face a lot of adversity this season. Face a lot of adversity. Like, See ton. what I
4: mean? Like it's, it's mocked and scoffed at. If the Patriots Buffalo's have to play Earthwind Morland at mm-hmm. cornerback in a regular season game and win, they write stories about it later. If their long snapper cuts his hand in the buffet line before the Super Bowl, we get a book about it afterwards. Wow. Brian Kitchen. Yeah. It yeah. just it comes back
6: to the fact that I, I think that there's a lot of conversation, especially around Josh Allen, that he is this inflappable quarterback, this this perfect specimen of a quarterback, when in reality he almost lost them the game against Miami in the wild card round, and then he probably did lose them the game against Cincinnati this week. So he has not played well now for about a month and I, Benjamin Solak for The Ringer wrote a really good piece a, about this where he had to hedge it 17 different times. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's bad. Don't worry about it because Bill's Mafia is going to
4: come and kill him. What's the guy's right? name? Solak for The, for the Ringer. He did grow up. No, on Philly. Or, or I believe. Philly. Is he like Connor Orr?
6: <laughs> no. He grew up in Philly. Anyways, I... He writes this because he knows that Bill's Mafia is going to come for him because he dared to say that Josh Allen for, turned the ball over four times trying to play hero ball against Miami. And God forbid we actually point out the fact that he's got some flaws three times, in
4: his but game.
5: that's
6: okay. just—it's the same thing over and over again. I, with I'll him. tell you. He also got, threw for
4: three fifty-two and three touchdowns, but you know, I, I'll tell you, who, who got, got killed during that game is Tony Romo. Yeah, oh, deservedly, so. he got killed. Can I just tell you, yeah. like? not having a chance to watch him ever because the Patriots are always playing in those games. He is beyond... I don't know. I have worse. no idea yeah, how he ever... Yeah got to the status that he, used, he said I think he, got he used to. to be good.
2: He's gotten worse. I don't like, even think he pays attention. There, there oh. was one line he had that everyone killed him. That was a perfect pass. Except just a little it, wide.
4: Except for it drifted wide. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
4: well, Paul and I talked about and this. And that was a Josh Allen pass, by the way. Yeah,
3: well, oh, that's what they were
4: Talk talking about.
3: Got to watch Greg Olson. Now it now who, it makes sense. By comparison, I I really enjoyed listening to him. I thought he was, you know, really insightful. Comes I did in, too. does his little bit and gets out and I mean, I was seeing reports on Romo that he's just kind of mailing it in now, but it's a lot of. Eh! Oh, it's you know, too like, bad, of stuff I, oh. I like big Greg play Olson, here. Though.
6: Every three plays is oh, a big it's unbelievable. play. And then
3: I feel bad for Greg Olson because he's going to get axed for Brady, so he he's going to be an in-, in demand guy. I think you know. I think he's a, he's somebody. That, you think Olsen's going to get axed? Well, is he going to be the Fox guy?
4: Well, he's he, going to be a Brady Fox comes, guy. But he'll he's going to be the, the, the Fox guy for uh, three hundred and whatever million. Brady,
6: Brady will. Olson will be the B team. Now, and Brady will be the A-team. Yeah. How
2: so, do they know Brady's so, going to be any good nah, at this? It doesn't yeah, matter. that's
7: the thing. <laughs> you know?
6: <laughs> they paid <laughs> him that
2: kind of money. It didn't <laughs> matter
4: for Romo either.
7: Right.
3: No.
2: Then maybe he'll
7: be good just, at his first.
6: Yeah, yeah, but he it didn't make
2: the he me. didn't make
4: the big money right away. He got hot, and then they gave him the big contract. But right. he was their number one guy, sight unseen. Right there, Jim Nance. Yeah.
7: yeah, but him and Jim yeah, were it. covering the Patriots every week when the Patriots were at their hike. Like, that's – you can mail it in. It's so easy. You're covering the same team almost every week, and – I don't know. Yeah, and uh, can Josh Allen problem.
6: win one thing before we we anoint him? Well, I'm not saying I'm that you
4: have to think he's the best quarterback in football or anything At, like that, but like just it's win not exactly one, like thing. he's win like an individual
2: Kirk cousins. Uh, no, no one you know, said he's who Kirk like Cousins goes 500. either. No, but I, I'm with Evan. There's too many people I know, that have you hate bil- everybody. They, there's too many people that have the bills as their darling. You know, just like,
6: win one thing. Yeah. Win an individual accolade. Win a, win a, win a make a Super Bowl like well, he the, won
3: the AFC East a few times. Oh, wow.
6: <laughs> the the Joe Burrow hype, I totally understand. The guy made it to the Super Bowl last year and all he's a dragon slayer. He go everybody picks the Bills, he beats the Bills, right? Like it, it's just good, he's a good player, okay? And I think Josh Allen's a good player
2: too. Burrow could Win turn something. out to be the Tom Brady to Peyton Manning and Joe Burrow is that to uh Josh Allen. And maybe Mahomes too. Yeah.
4: I, I, I would say Mahomes more than anybody else. He yeah. played Josh Allen once. Yeah, but at least Mahomes. But at you know, t- up he's like po- beating Moreau, uh, Mahomes three times yeah, in a row. But it, it's took, gonna be it took to be four. took
2: oh six for Manning to win it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know Brady kept beating him, and then he finally broke through in oh six. They cheated, but they they broke through.
3: Um, Didn't have Dallas. Yeah. Rodney Harrison.
4: But Holmes has already won one. If if Rodney Harrison was was healthy, (laughs) they had Dallas. Dallas Clark never did a thing against us. (laughs) (laughs) And if they had won that, they would have
2: another Super Bowl because they would
4: have beat the Bears.
2: Uh, Paul and Drake, uh, first, I can't believe that in less than two weeks we not only have a new offensive coordinator, but that it's Billy O'Brien. The Patriots have picked a person that almost everyone thought would be a good fit and not a coach Bill met one time at a lacrosse game. I'm officially excited now for the off season, and I hope Deuce is too. Do you all think the rest of the offense is as ex- excited as Mac for Billy O to be here?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I mean, why not? I, I mean, I think Mac is the forefront of the, the discomfort with the new system that they involved. But, I mean, I, I think everybody – I don't know. Is, I mean, was anybody – nobody was here when he was here last time, right? Like, that's, that's all completely turned over. um but sure, I don't know. Why not? I do think there's something to be said for
6: having somebody that, like, when they when they report for minicamp in, in the spring, where it's like, okay, this is an yeah, offensive coach, right. and like that first meeting that Bill O'Brien runs, where Th- they'll know it, right? Yeah. And you kind of will have that feeling, and and just that sort of. The big picture of takeaway from the hire for me is that confidence of yeah. we are going to be put in positions to succeed. We are doing things that are sound. We are doing things that make sense. And there's not all this questioning and back and forth behind the scenes of what's this guy doing? I got to call up my college OC and get input from him because we're not getting the coaching here and Kendrick Bourne coming out after games and saying things that he said last year. Like I think all of that gets eliminated because here comes a guy that's coached offense for 25
3: years at the highest of levels and really knows what he's doing yeah, and I think it's like somebody who knows what they want too, and the confidence that comes across with that when you know you get there and it's all right and you're going to be here and if they give you this look this is what you're going to do but if it's this then you're going to have to you know like they know everything they know all the permutations off of what he's trying to describe to you whereas and I was never there last year but I would just get the vibe of you know all right so this is how it's going to look well what if they do this uh well we'll, well we'll get back to you on that one uh you know like those kind of yeah. things where it hasn't been gamed out for them before it's an experienced guy who knows knows what he's looking for and is and like you said gonna put guys in position to succeed uh,
2: Ryan says I think another annoying example of hype on the Bills would be Romo calling Allen Mister January <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny Mister
6: yeah Ro- Romo had some tough lines about Allen in that game.
4: I think <laughs> Romo's terrible so I have nothing to say about him <laughs> I think he's a terrible I mean I don't really listen that much so for him to say like five things that i remember as being horrifically bad
3: you know there were probably there was probably a hundred of them
4: because i really don't you zone don't, in and out. i don't pay yeah, attention to either. what they're saying i would say 95 percent of the time and he still finds a way I to know. say things like that throw was perfect except for it drifted to the outside and then you catch yourself you're like did he just did he just say that
5: yeah,
2: i do listen i listen to what they say you know and to me you know there are some that are better
4: you you have to you, you, you need someone to tell you what's going on. Uh, oh, wow. 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 I,
2: Tony I told me. I
6: do wonder how much it's in his head because he started that first year, he's calling out plays and he's breaking it down from a quarterback and then they pulled the reins on him and they said, wait, the teams aren't liking this, that you're calling people out and things like that. So maybe maybe that got in his head where now he can't do that and he feels like he has to just dumb it down in a way. And, but. I there's got to be a middle ground, right?
3: I, yeah. There's something floating out there on Twitter of a report that he's just, he's like, asked for like, hey, give me the cliff notes on the defense like right before the show, right before they broadcast it. Well, and do that, you and remember he just like, kind of like whips it What was it the game, right. it, they don't what was game he did late in the season? Was right it now? Buffalo?
4: Was What's it the that? last game? That, that, was that Was that the first game that he did?
3: Uh, the, the, like our, our, the late, late in the season?
4: season. Yeah, last Yeah. Was it the last game? Of, was that like the first game he had done hmm. for the Patriots in a while? I believe so. I think he did Green Bay early in the year, and I think – and he was talking about how good the offense had been trending, <laughs> like heading into that Buffalo game. Like, they got the, the you know, they found an identity. They got, and I was like, he clearly hasn't watched any games. Yeah. Uh, Cody in Indiana, Fred mentioned early in the show that they should just go ahead
2: and name Steve Belichick the defensive coordinator. Can they actually do that? Or would they technically have to have interviews yeah. and include a minority candidate? Yep. I think they would. That's yeah. a good point. Yep. Yeah.
6: Do I have to do that? for an internal promotion
13: yeah I it's think a promotion yeah.
7: though
2: okay i think they do i think i read uh recently that they do because that was that came up on another show
6: It's hmm. ridiculous
5: um
2: Sorry. mark writes in okay we have our oc now do we need a quarterback don't you think we need to bring in some spring competition to at least challenge mac for the starting position or do you just accept he's our guy and who are those quarterbacks
3: no I mean, for me this year, I'm just – I'm going to kind of accept it. I'm, I am curious to see how Zappi looks, not with the, oh, is he going to compete with Mac? Just to see as a second-year guy, did he make any progress in camp? Does he look – like, you know, how is he responding to the new offense? But I'm just to the point now. Is Mac there a realistic
4: guy that you would take, though, as draft, a veteran? like for, oh, a- No, as a veteran to, to come in and uh, and compete. Like, <sighs> for I'm, what like, purpose? I'm not talking about yeah.
3: Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. Like, I'm – but just an intriguing backup, perhaps in the, like the middle of their... Well, no, a guy
4: that you would bring in and say like he can legitimately start for me, and mm. if Mac isn't better than this guy, he won't play. Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, that's that's, that's what, that's I, what was I was
3: thinking. thinking. But is is he going to come here and not you know to compete? Right. That was. But oh. but I I like that sentiment of that.
4: But would you be? Let's say that they don't ask him to come here to compete. Let's say mm. that they sign him and they said well, you you're going to start. I'd be opposed to that. I would you be opposed to that?
2: Would I do that?
4: Would you be opposed to it?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't mind turning the heat I up think on I Mac would a little bit. Like, I like that. and I, I, I would do. be, too. I, yeah. I
6: mind it a little bit. I mind it just a little bit. Yeah. I, d- I don't think he's that kind of guy. I don't think he's the type of guy that...
3: Responds to competition?
6: That responds to that type of thing. I, I, I think that that, for better or worse, and I mm-hmm. I understand that some people are going to take that as a for worse type of thing, mm-hmm. but for better or worse... I think that the approach with Mac Jones is what Bill gave us coming into the season. Oh, he's made a lot of strides. Oh, he's done you know a lot of great things. Look, he's in great shape. He took the ego night and day from the from last year to this year. Because right now, I think the biggest thing for Mac is confidence and if you're bringing in jimmy garoppolo to then compete with him in training camp i don't necessarily i think that you risk losing especially after you
7: have to hear zappy chants (laughs) every single day right now i think
6: that's like the whole thing with why i thought it was a big detriment to the team this year that bill wouldn't just come out and say that max our guy is because i agree i think that hurt i think that he's the type of guy that needs that sort of vote of confidence because if he doesn't have it then well you know
2: what you're saying if that's true it then he's not the guy. Yeah. Well, if he not, doesn't respond yeah, to competition, if he though. does, if he needs that, if he if he doesn't take everything as a chip on his shoulder in motivation mm-hmm. and it, it breaks him, then
4: he's not going to
2: be the guy under pressure. I in think the different game. guys
4: need need to be coached different ways. Right, I, I'm yeah. not telling you it's a great sign that he did that, but yeah, I agree with Evans' assessment a thousand percent. I think that bothered him. I do too. Well, I, it bothered I, Brady too when they right, they, but, yeah. but
2: he. It motivated him to, to just d- destroy all the critics.
6: Whatever he used with motivation for Bra- Brady's one of those guys, like, he still talks about being drafted in the sixth round 30 years later, right? Like, he's just one of those guys that's wired that way. But I, I never really felt like Brady, maybe a, maybe towards the end. But, like, was Jimmy Garoppolo really a threat
2: to Tom Brady? No. Really? But he, but never he didn't look second. at it as a threat. He looked at it as an insult I it don't doesn't matter. Like whatever he looks at, it, it works. I it think worked. that
6: Tom.
4: I I don't think that. I don't know. I don't. He I, was a threat to take over for Brady if he retired. Right. That was. That was it. I, I just don't know if that really blows ended up. up
6: being what. Mo- I think what motivates Tom Brady is he's a sicko. Yep. All right, and he just yep. wants to win. And I don't think that Tom Brady. But all needed the great Jimmy ones Garoppolo. are sickos. Yeah, yeah and
7: that's an <laughs> intangible that we just haven't seen from Mac.
6: Right. All I, the
2: great ones are are
6: wired
3: that way. I just I, I agree with everything. Like, everything. Joe yeah. Burrow,
7: guarantee yeah.
3: you he's
2: wired. Like Brady. yeah, like you
7: don't need to coddle him. Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, I don't know about that.
6: They they coddled him pretty good his rookie year.
3: <laughs> I was just I, I just think it's interesting though, and I agree with what you said about Mac, but also just not a guy who's really before this year been a starting quarterback on a team. Like this is the only time he's really been the man. You know, he had to win it at Alabama. He had to win it as rookie year here. So I, I agree with what we said. It's just an interesting kind of like, you know, dichotomy between this kid who has had to work for everything and has almost always been in competition. But yet I told I agree with the point,
5: you know. For
6: better or worse, if they bring Jimmy Garoppolo in for training camp next year and we're all out there like we all are out there every single summer and Jimmy's out playing him. He's going to look better. And we all write that Jimmy's out playing him and all the conversations around the team is that Jimmy's out playing, you lost him. See,
4: if I have designs on Mac Jones being my future guy, I wouldn't do something like that. Yeah. I'm asking, like, would you rather have Garoppolo for, I don't know, the next three years, and then during that three-year span, maybe you can find a guy in the draft that you feel good about developing. If you
2: word it that way, if, if you're saying you're giving up on Mac, he's gone, and you're using Garoppolo as a
4: bridge, all right. Yeah, I, I'm not big on Garoppolo as a bridge because I think the bridge collapses at some point <laughs> yeah, in like right. week 11. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I, a I, I, you know, I know, I know he he sounds, it sounds disrespectful, but, but guy, it happens he, all he the get, time. He gets hurt. Yeah. You it's know, yeah. And, and
3: got enough of a sample size now.
2: Yeah. Um, Anthony writes in. Um, he's in Seattle. Uh, I'm really disappointed. I thought the Giants would be competitive based on their performance against Minnesota, but they didn't show up at all. I thought Patrick Mahomes' performance on the ankle sprain was incredible to watch. I thought Buffalo didn't show up, and I cannot ignore Josh Allen's performance or lack of. And the same goes for Dak Prescott. The Cowboys versus 49ers was a good, solid game with no excitement. But if Dak would have shown up, he would have been the difference in the game because his defense did their job against a rookie quarterback. Instead, he played at the same level as Purdy, or maybe even a little worse because Purdy put a drive together when his team needed one. I was really excited for the games this past weekend. Was left
4: disappointed. Yeah, I agree uh, mm-hmm. all around. It was a disappointing weekend. And so happy
2: to see the Cowboys lose. Uh, I thought the oh.
4: the wild card. <laughs> round I thought was going to be like this weekend was. I wasn't looking forward to any yeah. r- really any of the six games in wild card weekend, and it actually turned out to be decent. Yeah. This weekend, I was really looking forward to at least three of the games. I, I kind of thought the Giants were going to get rolled the way they did, um, and then. Really, the games were, yeah. you know, for different reasons. The Mahomes injury wrecked that game. Um, you know, the Buffalo no-show wrecked that game, and I agree with his assessment the last game. It was close the whole way, but it wasn't Ugh. a good game to watch. No. And you kind of got the feeling the whole way that San Francisco was going to win. Yep. Like, you never really th- And it was because of Dak. Dak just, the two interceptions were horrific. He's got a,
6: I love Dak. I've been on the record with that. Yeah, on the record. He doesn't read the field very well. And there's a. Did you see that clip, Orlovsky? Yeah, out yesterday? I know. And then there's a lot of a lot of the the, the Twitter coaches are coming out and well, you slide the protection this way, and he's looking at the blitz. And but the point is, is that Fred Warner opens to Ceedee Lamb, and nobody opens to Ty. Hilton, Did you see that? Fred? T Y Hilton. No. Like if you're reading the the drop of the mic, like it's wh- no, why The other part of it that he didn't talk going?
4: about on that, I agree. I mean, it was pretty
3: obvious. Did you see it? No, I didn't. You got Orlovsky, huh?
4: Yeah, I got Orlovsky. And sometimes –
3: listen. It's a verb now.
4: What Evan says. So Warner ends up covering C.D. What's not really even part of that is a good throw to C.D. Lamb might have been a touchdown. He's behind – I mean, no kidding, he's behind the linebacker. And the throw was, like, wide and kind of off target. But on the other seam, T.Y. Hilton is uncovered.
6: Well, they ran four verticals against Tampa, too. And, like, in that defense – the mic is running with the seam, right? The mic carries the seam vertically up the middle of the field. So if the mic goes left, then that and you have a seam going on on both seams. That means that nobody's running with the right seam, right? Like there, there can't you can't have the structure work out any day, way differently. So when Fred Warner falls off the line of scrimmage and goes with C.D. Lamb in Dak's head, that should be signaling to him. T. Y. Hilton's got to be open,
4: right? You know, there's less people it, over here. There's not going to be pressure here because Fred Warner just turned around right. and took off.
6: Right. Yeah, uh, it was, he missed know. some throws in that game for sure. And,
4: and, and that game was was very winnable. I, mean, I know you hate Dallas too, Fred. I, I, I this is one I share with you, but I, I just was kind of looking for the intrigue of, you know, can they finally win a, win an important game? And right. It was was there. It was winnable. Oh, absolutely. They just couldn't make any plays. And I even think, did you guys see the kickoff return? After the fluke touchdown the Niners got with that unbelievable catch by Kittle, which you knew ended the game, they almost returned the kick. I know. He ran right into Robbie Gold. Yeah. All he had to do was cut outside the block, and he's gone. Robbie Gold all he did was get in the way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Brady not R. Brady another one says love the show really got into it this year I hear a lot of people saying that they like the show when it's live on YouTube I agree with them and I one major reason I love the YouTube show aside from seeing your beautiful faces is the ability to rewind and start from the beginning it allows me to go back and start from the beginning in case I missed the first 20-30 minutes of the show not sure if this is something you've looked into with the player on com, but it would be an amazing ad to be able to jump back to the beginning of the show from where it's at live on youtube uh that's a youtube feature because yeah it's, like yeah, it's on their platform kinda, mm-hmm. just
1: listen to right. the podcast
2: it's yeah
6: it's live. it's like recording right it's live to tape right right, so <laughs> right.
4: on their so platform if you listen to the show normally live you can't do that you can't you rewind. have to wait for it to be it's over not like play- it's
2: not like a dvr player it's not like a dvr
4: so you have to wait for it to be over and post it as a podcast. Right. Then you can do whatever you want. Right.
2: right. It's
6: like turning on 98.5 in your car.
3: Yeah. Your shows, Paul.
4: My shows. Yeah. Not anymore, though. Although Sunday. Oh. Teddy J Radio. Oh, boy. I want Ted Johnson. Yeah, talking talk him off that. the cliff. Can't wait to Keep hear him how calm. Bill O'Brien's actually <laughs> a horrible um, L from Wisconsin. <laughs> few things. First, why he do probably we probably doesn't have anything <laughs> against Bill O'Brien. He wasn't here when he played.
2: Uh, L from Wisconsin says, first, uh, why do we all assume, and I don't think we all assume, but I might... Uh, that Patricia was doing Bill a favor. One thing we haven't thought, what if he wanted to coach the offense? What if Josh left and Patricia went to Bill saying, I got this? Could, Could be. As for Billy O, I'm very happy they brought in a legit OC, though I'm still lukewarm on the team overall. Does having a legit OC get them past the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs? Does it even get them in the conversation? I don't think so. Or at least not with this quarterback. I don't
3: know. but it's, no, but it's a start. It's the first thing that had to yeah, happen. And right. this offseason is on a good track to start. they got a lot of work to do, but this had to happen.
4: Um, I, I asked you guys last week what your thoughts were of Jacksonville. And now you have another game that I think a lot of people thought they might get pantsed in. Um, I think it's kind of an incomplete. They didn't get pantsed, but Mahomes' yeah. injury obviously had a, a big part of that. Um I kind of think that Jacksonville is inching its way toward— They still have a ways to go. I think they're closer to that group than the, the, the middle group,
3: the yeah. middling group. I think so. I think so. I mean, they should think probably on the team. AFC South for a little bit. Yeah, I
4: think that's a team that, that will be dealt with. I think they have some young talent on both sides of the ball, but especially on defense, and they can get better. And, and, and just their and, division. And, you know,
2: now they're, they're going to be in the you know. Weak. Despite playing in Jacksonville, they're now an attractive team. They're like an up and coming team, and if you're a free agent, that
3: quarterback, Doug Peterson, you
2: know they've got the quarterback, and it's like, you know, do I want to be part of a team that that, you know could be winning their first Super Bowl? Hell yeah,
4: I'd love to have that. What did you just say?
2: Calvin Ridley. He's
4: on Jacksonville. He is. How did I remember that?
6: Yeah, he got traded traded while he was suspended. Yeah, so they got Calvin Ridley coming back next year. And
4: that I'll tell you, for all the static they took about that Kirk contract, he's yeah. a pretty good, yeah. player. A good I, player. I loved him coming out of college. You remember? You got yeah. Banged up. I remember yeah. him coming out of yeah, college and loved player. him. As the like, I want, been I've been telling you this. Nighttime. I want to get away from the 8.9 yards per catch slot receiver. If you want to have a slot guy, great. Chris Godwin before the ACL, I'll take that kind of slot guy. Explosiveness. Yeah. That was Christian Kirk. A big play slot receiver. Um, I, I like that kind of player, and if the Patriots could get one of those, I'm not like clamoring for the next. You know, Wes Walker, Hunter Renfro, like great. Yeah, as McConkey, as, as my boy Felder would say, <laughs> neat. You know, I I, I need plays. <laughs> McConkey, uh, get him late in the draft. Bang! Well, think ha- uh, don't, th- don't think you'll have value. Don't think you'll have to use one of your eleven selections if you want them. <laughs> that's how we got into this
6: mess. Was oh, we can get him late in the draft, maybe even a UDFA, no. and he's he fits the role and value. he fits the part. And, and that's no. why, I like, even that's like how we watching
3: got into this. all the the film, Evans starting to spit on on Twitter. It's like even with the tackle position, I'm like, and I'm watching what Burrow did with missing most of his line. I know we don't have Burrow, but it's just as hard not to look at that and say, can we just get a first round receiver? Like, get somebody. It's at a 14, tough year for know? that. It's a tough
6: year. You don't at feel 14. like your guy. Jackson Smith Njigba. We'll see if you what he runs. Too much. If he runs in the four fives, you can't
3: take him at fourteen.
6: Yeah. Jordan Addison from USC is an interesting player. I, I don't think he is as technically sound as as JSN is, but he's
3: more explosive. Did I do that right, Njigba?
6: Yeah, I just call him I think, Jason. I think though. it's In-Jigbo, Injigbo, but something like that. Yeah. And I, I do, I do like Zay Flowers. Not as much as people around here do. People around here are, are fitting him for the gold jacket already because he went to BC. But I, I do like Zay Flowers. I think he's a good player. I mean,
3: what if you could trade down to the low twenty, get two picks in the twenties, and get a receiver and a tackle?
6: Yeah, I mean, Zay Flowers is uh, your Christian Kirk. That he's that type of player.
4: Yeah, I mean, did he get too much money? Probably, but
3: who's to say in three years is it going to matter
4: you I know mean, he cool. caught you know he had like 1100 yards just looked up his stats he, he had eight eight touchdowns 1100 yards and their you know.
6: free agent spending worked out better than yours yeah they, now they got hey. christian kirk evan ingram and zay jones uh in that free agency right now spending, let's and they see all
4: better. if they have the year two drop yeah which everybody that does the free agent thing kind tends r- to have toward the like money a little bit. you know uh ingram was a one-year deal so He's up again, right? Yeah, pretty sure he's. A free and, agent.
6: and he had, I mean, he had produced both your tight ends, uh, Matt and Bridgeton,
2: Maine. All of the Patriots
4: media and talk and shows not so sneaky it, negative. Category. Just being honest,
2: all of the Patriots media and talk shows seem to miss the real issue with what took place last year. Please tell it us, it was not so much that the Patriots and Judge were put in, uh, Patricia, I'm sorry, Patricia and Judge were put in offensive positions for the first time, given the circumstances. It was that Bill allowed the offensive system to be changed from one that emphasizes a cerebral pocket quarterback-centric approach to whatever oversimplified monstrosity they tried to install. That is changing from a system that suited Mac's strengths to one that accentuated his weaknesses. Of course, Mac did not buy into this, and even if he had, he was not capable of flourishing within that system. Might as well have put Julian Edelman at fullback. A decision to change from the system they had to whatever they were going to was a terrible coaching mistake By one of the greatest coaches of all time. How did we miss it? We've been talking
6: about that all year. Maybe we missed it. Sorry, that
2: bugs me. Well, he's saying (laughs) that rather than focusing on, they put the wrong guys at the wrong positions. Patrician Judge. We should be focusing on the fact that the offensive change.
4: Question. Question Go ahead. Why, Why? Why did they choose that time to change? some of those things i don't know because patricia and judge were coming in and didn't I'm know just the confused. other
6: offense, we so. we talked about the, the the system changing and and what the problems were with the what ended up what they ended up doing i i feel like i was a broken record on that point i i don't know i mean they changed the offense completely and it didn't work like we talked about this all
4: year yeah i mean i think the the running thing got talked about ad nauseum oh, the, zone, the zone runs and, and oh. all that and how Oof. they weren't Suited for it and it Shearing didn't work. How much time they wasted implementing mean, that was like I don't know August. middle of <laughs> July to <laughs> week 18 inclusive. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ken in New Jersey,
2: do you think this is the beginning of the end for the Bills? Their cap starts yes. getting tight. Josh Allen is now over 40 million. Do you think they'll make a desperate final move to get to the Super Bowl, which will eventually set them back for years? <laughs> or will they start tearing things down now? No. I can't help but think their loss may be very helpful for the Patriots. To get back in the running in the AFC East,
4: uh, what are you tearing down? I, I, <laughs> I think. All right, can I ask uh, you a question honestly? Because uh, I, because I, I, I expect the truth from you. Like, do yes. you uh, like? Do you think that the the Bills are like this, like poorly structured roster?
6: No, they have one of the best rosters so in football. So why would
4: anybody think that they're going to fall apart because they lost a the game in the playoffs?
6: And as much as I just rallied on Josh Allen, as long as you have a guy like that, then you're going to have a chance, right? Because like he, can, al- cause he can always get hot in a playoff run and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That, that's to me, we haven't reached
4: the sort of 2016, 17, 18-ish version of the Patriots where as long as you got Bill and Tom, you got a chance. You know, like, that team, it's not just as long as you got Josh, you got a chance. They might turn into that in a few years, but, like, somehow I think people think Vaughn Miller is indicative of how that team was built when it couldn't be further from the truth. Like, they have a boatload of young draft picks that have played key roles for them. Some of them didn't play as well as others. Their recent drafts haven't been as good. My God. Like, who isn't home – like, Edmonds and Milano, yeah. Uh, Ed Oliver up front. True. I mean, just ri- like just talking about random guys. Tre'Davious White, Tre'Davious White, um, Gabe Davis. These are draft picks. Mm. Isaiah McKenzie, Devin Singletary. Yeah. Like the thi- question is though, is this isn't just about like, oh, we went out and got the shiny object in free agency, Von Miller, and that's no. What but he's we saying made a run. He's uh. saying they might do that now because they're desperate. That's, but that, but, oh, that's but that's what that, and that's, that's going to be a good thing do, for though. the Patriots.
2: Because it'll set them. You, back. you get
4: an already great roster and <laughs> and, and accentuate
2: the Von Miller,
6: talent? The Von Miller signing was exactly what a team like that should do. Exactly. They had all the pieces in place. Yeah. He was the last piece to the puzzle, and they dropped him in. And until he got hurt, they were a great defense. So, no, I, I don't think Buffalo's going anywhere. But I, I do think that uh, my problem just was what we've ar- we already act like they've won six Super Bowls. You know that. That's, no, that's, that's a different argument. You
4: know? and I, I, like I don't blame you for feeling like that. But I, I just look at the way that the Bills were built is kind of how the Patriots built their teams in 01 03 and 04. Yeah, but I think they got to evolve, Homegrown you know? talent. I think
3: that's what it's you've got to continue to hit on draft picks and you know, it's it's even with the Patriots and that run in the early 2000s. It wasn't always the same, you know, like you went out you got a Corey Dillon or you know all of a sudden you went you had Randy Moss. Like it was always something different they were trying to stay ahead of the curve. I think Buffalo has to do that, but I don't think they're going I'll anywhere. tell you what
4: they have questions about from watching the Miami game and then the Cincinnati game. I know they didn't have a great offensive line, but what happened to the offensive line? Mm-hmm. I mean, he got sacked seven times against Miami, and he ran for his life the entirety of the game on Sunday. They have Sunday. to
6: figure out, and I know we're over, but they have to figure out that every single defense knows that you are going to throw the ball. And, and, and I think that you can win that way to a degree. But, you know, whether it's Josh Boyer, or Lou Amaramo, Bill Belichick, I can't say that guy's name. They Bill, couldn't on the
2: broadcast either.
6: Anaramo. Lou. right? It, it doesn't – All Uh, of those guys are coming in, and they are running exotic fire zone sim. Like they're just throwing the kitchen sink at Josh Allen, because they know that if you want to hand it off to Singletary thirty times, then be my guest, right? Like if you're going to actually do that and commit to it, then be my guest. But Buffalo won't,
4: and so they're they're able to just game plan past. They they did it at times in the regular season. They did it here. Yeah, when they went six to line. I think
6: they did it here. Did they do it here though? Because they felt like that was the best way to beat the Patriots, or they did it here because they knew that the Patriots couldn't score. I, I mean, hmm. it could be both. I just think that they did that here because they basically parked the bus in the second half and said, "We're, we're not. This team today is not going to put points on the board against us, and we're just going to."
2: It felt that way.
4: Right? Yeah. It no, I, I, de- I definitely think they throttled down in the second half, but I, I. Like I said, you fall down. Like they they ran six plays; they were down fourteen nothing. Like they're they're not built to pound the ball away to get that touchdown to get back in. I just think that there's no respect from the
6: defensive No, that's perspective. a good point. That's there's no respect point. for anything else besides Josh Allen being Josh Allen. And if you can somehow devise a game plan to control that, then Buffalo has no left hand. Right? like They have no other way to play the game. It's either Josh Allen is on or he's off, and there's, no, there's nothing else to really go now to. Now, that said, that
4: if the defense and your boy, Leslie Frazier, who you eviscerated earlier, <laughs> rightly Jeez. so, if they show up, then maybe they have a chance to sort of get back on track after a slow start. They never really were afforded that opportunity. I thought the, the drive at the end of the first half was the, the game. I thought that was their yeah. one chance to get back within a square. Okay,
2: very, very, very early prediction. The Patriots uh-huh. will compete next year—a viable competition for the AFC's division. Deuce, yes or no? Yes, Evan. An actual competition, yeah. or like by record? Like, like, competing. like in December, they're in the running.
6: I'll say yes, but like, I don't think it's actually going to be real. I think they're going to be like. Well, then say no. Let's no, say no. <laughs> because it's yes, but I don't, I, I don't know. I'm going yes. I'm okay. Going yes.
7: If things are how they are right now, no.
2: Yeah, no. Paul. No, no. Fred. Yes, I think things are going to happen. Five
4: game turnaround. I
2: think. I think. Think. Well, assuming that the Bills win all the games they won this year. No. I have what to if say, they? You're
4: five games behind them right now.
2: Right, but what if the Bills don't win as many games next year? What
4: if? <laughs> if my hothead ball should be my eyeball, <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, maybe they're not as good and we're a little better and it's closer. That elbow worries people. But you said it's going to be a race. Yeah. Is the question is it's going to be closer than five games? Because I'll change my answer. No, it's like you're in December. It's like, hey, the Patriots can win this thing. Yeah, no.
2: Okay. That's, that's <laughs> okay. what I'm saying. No. Okay. Yeah, All right. No. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday uh, and catch, catch 22 tomorrow at noon. Big show.